Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and renegade legionnaires to that 6++ show. I am your host, Tom. I am on holiday, which means I'm getting enough sleep. I am playing too many games, and I am borderline insufferable. And I'm very excited to be here. And I'm joined today by three chaotic experts. I've got in the corner a familiar face, the one you all know and love. It's Lee Jones. Say hello, Lee. Hello, everybody. How are you, Lee? Are you well? I'm all right. I'm not on holiday, so I don't have the no. same point zing that you've got, but I'm hoping <laughs> to feed off of that throughout this evening. I'll try and try and carry you home. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm also joined by a, ret- a returning face, um, a, a good friend of ours, Stuart McIntyre. How are you doing, Stuart? Yeah, very good. Very good. Uh, I've enjoyed the first day I can sit in this room and not be sweating buckets in quite a while, so that's nice. <laughs> um, it's almost bearable, isn't it? Yeah, very nice. And Close. finally, we have a newcomer. We have an arch an arch agent of chaos. We have Mr. Lee Churchwood. Say hello, Lee. Hello. Expert is a bit tenuous, so <laughs> I'll do my best. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you've you've scared the absolute Jesus out of me with Chaos Space Marines many times, yeah. and that's that's I think that's always a good sign. Um, but we're we're very excited to have you here. Several of us have played yeah. you different times, and obviously you've been in and around our local scene with with the wonderful Twisted Dice and all their events and stuff as well. So when we were thinking we were going to do Chaos Space Marines State of Play, this was the dream team. This was who we wanted, and so we've got them all. We've dragged them all in. Um, and this is going to be the next sort of installment of our State of Play series where we talk about particular factions. We are talking Chaos, we are talking Chaos Space Marines, and we're going to be looking into the new book and the new army. Everyone here has run some, played some games with it, tried some stuff out and has some opinions. Um, but also, we all, all four of us went to a, a special narrative event and took Chaos Space Marines not so long ago. So we're going to finish up the show by talking about that. Um, which is really exciting. But first and foremost, let's get what we call the origin stories, right? This is always the fun bit. How and why have you ended up chaos, playing Chaos Space Marines? What do they mean to you? And we're going to start with Lee Churchwood, because uh, you've been toughing it out with them all the way through 8th and ninth. So tell us, why okay. Chaos Space Marines? <laughs> um, so origin story for me is um, a little bit more of a kind of falling back in uh, in love with Warhammer story, um, yep. because I only started playing again at the age of 37, five years ago. Wow. Um, so it was a big jump from a teenager who liked playing like little skirmish <laughs> games to a, a big uh, chaos player. So I'm still only really kind of in my, I think my next tournament will, will be my ninth tournament, which is pretty crazy to think Oh, wow. About. That is crazy. <laughs> uh, For some reason, we've got this image of you being sort of really long in the tooth at events now. So I kind of had a bit of a, a bad injury, which put me out off work for 12 weeks. Oh, and goodness. my mate Mark came around and said, paint this for me. Because um, he was the guy at school who did... Um, who was head of the kind of Warhammer club. So I started painting his stuff. He dropped around a big box of Horace Heresy novels, started reading those. Um, and then I thought, oh, nostalgia, so much nostalgia. I, I love this. <laughs> I need to do this again. <laughs> um, and I, I got to the Fulgrim book and I was read for the Fulgrim book. And I thought, this is my man. This is my jam. I want to be the Emperor's Children guy. Yeah. I've got to get everything. 
I've got a disposable income now and I'm going to waste it all <laughs> frivolously <laughs> on Chaos Space Marines. Um, excess. Yeah, exactly. In excess. <laughs> um, I love the whole kind of the fall of Fulgrim. I loved the uh, the creation of the Noise Marines, the remnant of the Maravigdia, the kind of whole um, mm. demonettes dropping in and eating <laughs> people during a concert. Um, so that was... That was me. So that kind of sold me. And ever since then, it's my only army that I really play. Um, I've gone completely all in for Emperor's Children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even kind of got to the stage where I thought, ah, oh, I'll throw myself into the tournament scene. Why not? See if I'm any good at this game. And it yeah. turns out that I'm all right. You so, are all uh, right. I would say you're definitely all right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to keep on plugging away. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I love the play style. The play style just completely suits me throw a load of stuff at your enemy <laughs> physically sometimes a yeah. dreadclaw to the face <laughs> but, um, but yeah it's that 30 terminators was the old kind of uh of yes. way of playing it mm-hmm. which i did love all those oh, yeah. doors. you're the only so, one that did if we all hated it it was oh, <laughs> yeah it's terrifying to play against absolutely terrifying to play against yeah very um, nice and equally beautiful <laughs> and now it's it's a whole yeah. world of new new toys and finding yes. out a new play style, style with the uh, with the new Empress children, I'm really yeah. enjoying it so far. And that's where I think you're you're going to be invaluable because you've you as you say you know, you play, you've played them through through the whole edition and you've stuck at Empress children the whole way through. Um, who are really compelling? I agree. The lore is cool. They 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 shine in the heresy. You get a, you get a real sense of them and their their flavor and their character, which is really cool. Um, so we'll come back to you when we start thinking about how, what's what's changed since since those thirty Terminator days. Um, but Stuart, Chaos Space Marines, you've got quite a lot of them, I understand. What's the What's the story there? One or two, one or two. Um, see, I re I am I on delay, or you're yeah, okay? Mm. Okay. Oh yeah, a little, little delayed, I think. Yeah, I can hear. I can hear. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> so I two came back into the hobby as an adult uh, after having a few years out um, and it was only ever going to be chaos for me I'd, I'd played chaos pretty much exclusively throughout Warhammer fantasy um, in in a competitive environment in my late teens early 20s um, so when I came back into it those were some models that I owned already with some Chaos Space Marine models. Um, and without really much thought, um, kind of just got the red and gold paint out again because that was all I knew. And it's still the running gag that it was all I ever knew how to paint was red and gold. Um, so it was World Eaters to start off with. Um, and then that developed into the Red Corsairs. And then I dived really heavily into uh, Huron and his lore. Um, which I, ju- I just love the whole yeah Eye, Eye of Terror reaving space pirate it's just cool it's just ultimately the coolest thing um, you know you've got to be quite a, uh, a bad man if Abaddon the spoiler um, gifts you a Blackstone Fortress um, you're clearly doing something right in chaos's mind so um yeah he's pretty cool and then i set myself a target 
most recently of actually wanting to be able to put out 2,000 points of every one of the main legions. Um, and serendipitously, the only ones that I haven't finished are Night Lords, Black Legion, and Emperor's Children, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> Just pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. If only I knew people that played those three factions and could fill in that gap. The, the no, I don't want to see because it makes me feel bad about mine. <laughs> well, one of those is is certainly Lee, who's who's Black Legion. I have I've encountered a couple of times. So Lee, yeah, where, yeah. where does CSM fit into the story for you? Are they when when did they come along? They were so I started. I think I've covered Origin story before. Actually, mm. so I started with Tau. Realized I didn't enjoy playing uh, one phase. Um, I think I'm probably a little more interesting now with all the movement stuff they can do. But scrapping that, moved to Thousand Suns, which I love, and I was still considered to be my main army. And then it was Chaos Space Marines. Right. Okay. So um, they're after so Thousand Suns. They were after Thousand Suns, and it sort of came about um, as a as a way to sort of. I mean, it, it all started really um, with the Talon of Horus, the book. Yeah. Um, I read that, and I hadn't been that interested. I always thought that Chaos Space Marines were a little bit emo, a little bit, you know try hardish and i read that book and i was like actually this this is pretty cool and having done that one and then uh, oh we lost you it yeah currently offline and then i'll continue uh, yeah, and then um, abaddon just became this real focal point for me in the law um, with the town of horus and then the, and then following that there was the um the actual um, black legion book yeah uh, although it focuses mostly on a, on, a, on our next thousand son actually um iskander Carion, who's like a uh, an emissary really of, of Abaddon which, which is great um, and then game wise they had this they had this extra punch that my Thousand Sons didn't have so they weren't as good in the psychic phase but they had reach and they had and they had close combat that I didn't have before so it was just a really kind of I wanted to stay in chaos but I didn't know sort of how to do that and having access to, to silly things like um, I was always really jealous of um, Space Marine players who could use Devastator squads um, I don't know why it was because in hindsight that wasn't that was nothing to be jealous of, but having things like last cannons in squads and having you know missile launches and this was before again I was really playing at all competitively. Um, it was just you know that that little bit of difference combined with the fact that you had all these sort of outcasts that have sort of come together as brothers in arms as, as a legion under under Abaddon who I just felt like that you know that unification of all, of all the gods was quite interesting to me. Um, sort of not bending to the will of any of them, so that really strong will. Um, but at the same time, um, when I first started to get into it, it was still the old bottle, so it wasn't quite as the, the, the allure wasn't quite there. But um, I actually got into it sort of when the Shadow Spear box came out, that's sort of why I went into it. And it was only very shortly after that, I think, that Abaddon came out and sort yes. of looked, haven't looked back since, really. Nice. Yeah, that that for me was the was the first time I ever experienced Chaos Space Marines, and it was just after Shadow Sphere. And I remember I played uh, Grant. If you're listening, Grant, hello. And I got Obliterators shooting my stuff up, and I got Abaddon smashing my stuff up. And they just have a very you remember that style, don't you? After you've experienced yes. one, where they just they just come in, they take over the whole middle, and then they smack you really hard until yeah. you until you either get rid of them or you're dead. Yeah. And it's very strident, it's very assertive, it's really ballsy, and it does feel very different, actually, to the way a lot of armies that are sort of faffing around and hiding and 
shenanigating um, play. So it's it, yeah. I, I, that stayed with me for a long time. And I so I'd played Death Guard so when I first got back into it. So I was you know I was already chaos oriented. But more recently, I've dabbled in Iron Warriors and Night Lords myself. But I'm very much a tourist, I think, compared to some of you guys. Um, but I do I think the relationship between like books and lore and the Chaos Space Marine Legions for people is pretty strong. I think that's one of the nice things about it. They're one of those armies where there's a whole wealth of stuff that you can go yeah. and really immerse yourself in when you're playing, when you're thinking about your army, when you're painting and hobbying. And I think for me, that's the big appeal mm-hmm. of the CSM Legions, getting to do your own thing and design your own characters and, and sort of link yeah. up into this wider lore. One of the things I struggle with with some armies is is lore irrelevance. Yes. Um, Which Chaos Space Marines never are. They're never irrelevant to the overall story. So I feel like every battle could be significant, which just in the back of my mind makes it that more interesting, that much more interesting. Also, I love just being the bad guys. I think they're just great, isn't it? I think we had fun being the bad guys. We had fun being the bad guys at Faustus, but we'll, we sure we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. That was certainly an enjoyable, an enjoyable time uh, being in Chaos Underbite. Yeah, figurative, um, figurative bad okay. guys, but perspective, perspective would still have it. That, um, yeah. The Horus was the good guy, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Do you um, mean Erebus? Sorry. <laughs> Um, so we'll, we'll talk Faustus but I think what I want to start for you three all of whom have played Chaos Space Marines from 8th into 9th edition is with this wonderful new book the one I've got behind me which is a great big massive thing that fleshes out six Chaos Space Marine legions and then two other sort of sub-factions in creations of Bile and Red Corsairs as well and basically in many ways builds on and consolidates a whole edition's worth of stuff before that, right? With the with the Psychic Awakening stuff and the Chaos Space Marines book before that. So it's a big, ambitious book. It tries to do an awful lot, and it tries to bring them into ninth edition. And I guess I'm curious for each of you what your sort of first impressions are about the CSM book. What do you like about it? What's it good at? And where do you feel it fits into ninth edition as a whole? And maybe if we start with you again, Lee Churchwood, having you having played this through eighth, what what's the change here? What what does this do to CSM going forward? It just opens up loads more of the codex because yeah. you were very funneled with um, the kind of eighth edition into the start of ninth because there were, it was very limited in what you could actually take to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, you were kind of forced into the Terminators. You were forced into Lightning Claws. You had to play in a very specific style to be effective, where you were effectively feeding units into the onto the board um, to maximize the use of um, endless cacophony, the double shoot, um, yeah. veterans of the long war. Um, so Not you can... getting sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flashbacks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it, it was very limiting, but the exciting thing for me about the new codex is how much more is viable. Um, yeah. And it's a, there are still some bad units, but there is so much more good stuff that needs to be tried out and experimented with. And yes. I think at the minute you're seeing those first kind of tentative steps where everyone is running the block of 10 Terminators and everyone is um, choosing similar things to, in, across yeah. the board. But I think there's a lot more to be explored. And I think um, whoever's the brave person to run 10 Chosen instead of 10 Terminators or something like that to kind of just try something slightly different um, might find out some secret gems. But um, the play styles, I think one 
issue I'm finding is the fact that I think this book was written before Nephilim was written. Yes, I think that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, so you can see that we're being strangled with a CP because this book wants loads of CP <laughs> sprinkled everywhere. It wants it on the yeah. characters. It wants it just kind of yeah. lavished about. So it's kind of it's, it's kind of a little bit of a struggle. And I think yeah. the other thing is the, the power of the secondary in Nephilim. Um, we, we've got bad secondaries apart from yeah. a couple. There's a couple. The, um, yeah. For example, I was playing Creations of Bar last night and Specimens yeah. for the Spider. You're, I think you should be aiming for a 15 on that, but I don't think there's Lovely. much else yeah. to be complementing Emperor's Children with. They've got nothing. Um, so it's, it's difficult. We're in a difficult spot, but the book is is really good and really strong. The data sheets are strong, mm. and I think it's, it's a good good place to be. Yeah. No, I, I think I completely agree with that on the on the Nephilim spending because it's it, having obviously I've played Tricari earlier in the edition, it's got that same feel of just if you you could just cook up so many different awful characters for, for days, right? There's just so many different things, relic, weapon, mark, combinations. Um, and obviously in Nephilim, you ne- you're never going to get to bring all of those to the party at once, which is a, which is a, a bit of a shame, um, but an, an extraordinary book in terms of building different tools and building different units. That's really cool. How about yourself, Stuart? How do you feel the book has sort of changed things for CSM? Um, I think one of the the things that that has always been a stereotype of ninth edition to me is how well can your army play MSU? <laughs> if yeah. you can, if your army can do MSU, then you can be in the middle somewhere. And then if you happen to be efficient and MSU, then great. And then there's been some a few exceptions. Uh, Admech in their pomp were probably an exception of no max units are the way to go, but that's because they acted totally different to anything else yeah. on the board. So one of the fun things about this book is that mm. actually it rewards you exponentially for max unit size and yeah. and and kitting everything out to the teeth as well um, and really making the most yeah. of each and every unit rather than having these little sprinklings of ineffective things that are just going to go out and score you points. Which I think feels more fun to play, um, but it, it will burn bright uh, and into the wrong matchup. It, oh, it will be devastatingly horrible to watch your whole army die. <laughs> but um, but in but in reverse, um, you know you'll have some you'll have some absolutely glorious uh, glorious days where you turn someone over um, just through sheer weight of that one massive unit smashing into the front of them, which which does feel. Which does feel kind of kind of right. My, um, I guess my fear for the casual player in that regard is yeah. that um, you lose. <laughs> you're either winning big or losing big, right? Um, that's how I feel the book. The book feels to me. Yeah. Um, it feels like it. It's got big wins under its belt, and it's got some horrible yes. losses. Um. So. That'd be my mm. gut. No, I think that's I think that's a very accurate assessment. I think from what from what Lee is saying as well, 
the secondary game compounds that, right? Because you do you have to go and win big. You have to go and put the put a chokehold on and, and shut the opponent down to win the game because there's plenty of armies out there that if you just sit off and they sit off, they'll get a higher score than you. So that's not an option. So that that means that the Chaos Spadians are going in and they're going big. And so it's funny because you know, they, they definitely already played that way. And Lee, Lee certainly when I played him, during during ninth played that way and you know i'm going to come and shut you down that's how i'm going to win the game by making sure you don't do the things you're trying to do um which mm. does feel right but as you as you say does make it a bit different and it is the msu thing was fascinating because when we were all first writing lists in preparation for this event the lists look very weird they all they all look very odd they mm. just didn't look like there was very much no. stuff there and it was really hard to gauge without seeing it on the table what was going to happen you know, it didn't feel like a lot of stuff. Obviously, when we actually got into it and got stuff down, pleasantly surprised with how things how things go, and you start realizing, you know, these units can really hold their own in a range of different ways. But they they looked so alien, didn't they, in terms of how much stuff you were actually putting on the table? And that, as you say, is because it's just totally alien in that it throws out the MSU playbook to a large extent and says, actually, you're gonna you're gonna want to just yeah, it's not seventh edition by any means. Units and that'll be and pivot around that. <laughs> mm. Lee, how about for you? Yeah, there's a couple things. I think the thing that I'm enjoying the most about the book so far are the new marks. Yeah, ha- having marks that do stuff, um, yeah. paid points upgrades that can give you sort of a resilience upgrade or a damage output or fight first, which is my favorite one by far. Yeah. Um, Slash stoking. I- yeah, Sinesh still king. They love um, Sinesh. They just they you know, do. They can't get away from it. They just love Sinesh. Sinesh is their favourite one. <laughs> um, so I'm re- I'm really enjoying that. I think that's probably my favourite sort of bit of flavour. There's a lot mm-hmm. that actually interacts with the marks for the units that can get it, and I would I would like it if a couple more could get it. Um, and then there's two other things that are really notable for me. Is first is army composition. I feel like before you, I feel like the book is trying to push you either down the the core route. Or the demonkin route, yeah. um, but it doesn't really want you to do both because the way that you support them and the buffs that you get are almost exclusive. Yeah. So, for instance, if you want a dark apostle, which you get some amazing buffs from, that's only going to work on your core or your characters. And if you want a master possession, weirdly, some of his powers do affect core characters, um, but most of them are, are, are demonkin focused, and a lot of the relics are demonkin focused. Mm. So it's kind of hard to know what they want you to do. Um, mm. Probably they don't want you to lean too much on one than the other because they're. Yeah incredibly strong yeah. um but it doesn't feel like either one on its own is quite enough so mm-hmm. it's kind of like it doesn't really know what it wants you to do and it, maybe it's legion dependent um, but i'm finding yeah. it quite hard to build lists around that yeah um, so it's a big spot and i think it's one of the things that is perhaps key to its strength is that as you said there's a real partition between core mm-hmm. and demon kin that's quite firm and I guess a parallel would be the way that Cult Mechanicus was kind of siphoned off in the Admet, but almost like they yeah. didn't really know what would happen if they gave the robots and the breaches and gave all those things the same stuff. So yes. they've just gone, let's just put that over there and let it do its thing as it is mm. and avoid just seeing what happens when all those synergies are in play together. And it yeah. feels like they've done that here. Maybe at some stage there was more a more sort of fluid boundary between yeah. and core but it feels like they've been careful and they've gone no let's not have core possessed or core yeah 
I think they've probably learned the lesson from the 8th edition book with all the overlapping between Codex Demons and Codex Space Marines. Exactly, because that's the thing. We're still waiting to see how the Demons book interacts with it. And it it doesn't take a genius to imagine that Demonkin and Demons are probably going to have a lot going on anyway. Right? There's already going to be some cool shit going on there. Uh, but it does at the moment, as you say, feel a bit like I, I, I definitely I've struggled to write Night Lords this where I've felt like I've really teched into the core side enough. Yeah, to justify that's why like I am actually apostle. taking to my next event the uh, the ten chosen and the ten terminators. Ten chosen, Ooh, the three sexy. Juicy. Yeah, mm. ten terminators, ten possessed, ten chosen. Very and nice. you get the two extra power fists. And I get the two power fists. I'm very excited <laughs> about. Um, the other thing I just want to talk about that I think has changed a lot is, uh, we kind of alluded to it in these sections, but it was the pacing of the army. Yeah. Before, I felt like you could, the way that you interacted with the secondaries and everything else, you didn't have to launch everything <laughs> right away. And um, I start to feel like now you can run out of time if you're not careful. Um, and you're not that you're quite resilient with some units but you're not that resilient you don't have that many so you kind of have to strike first i can't imagine a world where you're playing into new necrons or sisters where you can afford to let them score points just rack up points you have to just kind of whatever happens just get in there um which is a really different way but maybe that's more to do with the the, what's good at the moment versus what's the kill space marine book is good at but yeah i think that's a it's a challenge i think we're all adjusting to yeah definitely and what would you say i mean to open this up to each of you but what what does the book do well what's its meta role what where are chaos space marines landing amongst these other different factions what is it that they are setting out to do when i'm deciding this i'm there to bully people bully bully is right i'm like here's this really here's this 30 wound because all those blobs i've just mentioned all 30 wounds (laughs) all armor contempt all buffed as much as i can possibly get and it's a case of can you truth choose through all this? And if you don't, I'm going to punch your face off. Yeah. Uh, and you're kind of doing that two or three times. Um, ideally more, because by the time you layer all those buffs on, some of these units are incredibly resilient. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of only do it one at a time. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of go to the middle, fight something, try and stay alive and do it again. Mm. So yeah, I, I'd definitely say they're in the bully category now. Close combat Lee, bully Lee as well. Stewart, is that a fair assessment? Is that the role? <laughs> I think you're you're pretty much right there. It's kind of depending on who you're going to be. So if Emperor's Children, I think, are a slightly different kettle of fish because they're Mm. almost your anti-close melee army. So they're they're the death of all melee army, right? I I just look at what that can do. I just go, I I die. I go in and I die. (laughs) So basically, you're you're trying to hide your characters in big blobs to then peekaboo out the gaps, make everybody fight first, and have a horrible time (laughs) while you pick up their whole army in their own fight phase. Yes. Um, And again, it's yeah. There's it seems to be the way to play it. Um, Abaddon seems to be for me. Good in every list, um, oh, yeah, or in every well. yeah, in every legion as well. And I, th- I think that's that's an interesting um, thing to think about as well. Is is yes. are there lists? Or you can build lists without him, but are they as good in the Nephilim CP era? Where for him, you can have him in your list for three hundred points, and you don't have to spend CP to yeah. actually to do that. And I think that's that's a massive boost when you're going to have to spend. Two CP on a Demon Prince or two CP on a Lord, yep. uh, Disco Lord. But yep. um, I'm, I'm getting off topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I think that's totally right. Though and the the Abaddon element is actually a really interesting part of the discussion because he he's been very popular right out the out the gate. You know, you're talking about Terminators; they're very popular. Possessed, very popular. 
chosen popular, but Abaddon is very much out and about. God, I can see why. <laughs> and he lends himself to that bullying style. I mean, I think the thing with Abaddon, certainly thinking about playing into it as someone who's obviously playing against them at least as much as I'm running them, is he just adds a puzzle of his own into the mix. You've just got this little time bomb that requires very specific treatment and will otherwise just wander around wrecking whatever he wants to wreck. And you're already trying to deal with a ton of other stuff at once. So he's just it just feels like a win-win to have that puzzle on top of all the other problems that the book is trying to create. Yeah. So as you say, he does he makes lists better because he's just trying to sort him out is a whole mini game in itself. Um, that if you've got seventeen hundred points of CSM bearing on down on you, you don't always have the resources, time and thoughts to pull off amongst yeah. other things. In some games as well, he's just he's so nigh on unkillable. If an army oh, only yeah. has one phase. Yeah. Um, some armies they just can't do it a lot of armies they need three or four things to go right all at once and trying to pull that off means opening up a load of other risks taking risks using your resources just to do that yeah so it's yeah i think it's hard to hard to design a list that you think abaddon wouldn't make this better yeah um whether or not it will stay that way i don't know but i'd say make hay while the sun shines no definitely and there's a couple we've discussed word bearers yes yeah. So, what do you think of word bearers? Where do they fit into this? Yeah, I, th- I think they, for me, word bearers are the. I'd probably say the only legion in this book that you feel like you're sacrificing too much to take Abaddon, and you'd almost be better off just playing one of the other legions if you want to take Abaddon. You don't you don't gain as much of the benefit mm. that the word bearer chassis gives you, um, which is some of those incredible um, relic options. Uh, that yeah. when you start building all of that snowballing, all of those things that the word bearer pack has, um, it can just seem really scary. Um, but I don't know whether harking back to what we said at the beginning, the twelve CP to six CP mm. shift kind of makes them less viable now mm. yeah i mean i've been writing a lot of word bearers lists um, and I, I think you're right that w- when i write a list on balance i'm always like it's better without abaddon in it but at the same time i'm start as a result of that i'm having as lead points i'm having start with no cp because i'm having to turbocharge all my characters yeah um I think that a lot of the, the stratagems and everything in WordPress are very good. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it works either way. I think you're probably right to say that he's probably least good in word bearers because yeah. they have lots of other good things that are working for them. Obviously, he's amazing in Black Legion giving sort of the full re-rolls. Yeah. Um, mm. But ultimately, he can just give that to himself anyway, and that's, that's always incredible. Mm. Um, so yeah, the, the list that I've, I've got designed at the moment doesn't have him in for my word bearers. Mm. We'll see after this conversation if I need to change my mind. I think. <laughs> um, in- yeah, interestingly so enough, um, for the creations of bile, there is a, a drawback for him because if you're running, if you're doing the specimens for the spider secondary, mm-hmm. he can actually hamper you because if he kills stuff, <laughs> you don't get the points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he's wrecking right. too much stuff for you to get the points on the secondary. And, yeah. <laughs> and if, if you're um, if you're playing against the canny opponent, he will throw uh, things into a baden, mm, so, so yeah. he kills them to kill stop him, you. Yeah, to stop you uh, getting those points. 
I'll I'll note that down somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be very important. No, yeah, I can see because yeah, where there's actually a genuinely good secondary, and again, Wordbearers have that same thing. There's a secondary that's actually probably viable there. That that makes a slight difference to the game plan and where you want to put your points as well. I mean that that opens up the conversation because I think if we think about which legions, where the different legions sit, I'd be interested to get your different thoughts on that. Not so we're not going to rank rank them. We're not. um, we're not art of war. We're not going to put a little graphic up and tell you which ones, which one you should be on play. But I'm curious where you see the different ones fit. Because as Lee has Lee C has said, Empress children are just the anti fight, right? They just come on in, bring your melee toys, and we will embarrass you. That's what that's what they do. They, they they've got more, I think, more play around in combat than most armies I've seen in terms of shutting down what the opponent wants to do and turn, as you said, turning. <laughs> their fight phase into your fight phase pretty and much. they can they can do everything they can they yeah. can fight on death they can advance and charge yeah. they can fight last fight first it's just yeah. a perfect storm yeah it's absolutely brutal they've got like and and fight the fight a fight last that you can just project wherever you need it as well which is quite quite That's unusual insane, yeah. to have that one that you can just beam down like that right you know a lot of armies have one or two somewhere but that's that's super good, and of course they're super good at shooting, and they make all the special weapons better too because they don't have the problem of hitting with hammers or fists or heavy guns, assault guns. So they're just a bit, they're just all round very very good at, at putting down the hurt. The Empress should. and obviously noise marines work super well um, for them as well. But I mean, Lee, you've been writing word bearers. Liz, what what do word bearers bring to the party? What's yeah, the appeal there? So I think there's a couple of things. If you think just the Legion trait is very, very good, so you're rerunning mm-hmm. all of your hits in combat, um, particularly from turn three uh, when you are fishing for sixes to hit, that becomes especially good because you can just reroll all of your hits if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the, the sort of uh, five up shrug against mortal wounds, which is helpful. Don't get me wrong. It is good. Yeah. Um, on top of that, they've got some really quite incredible relics. Mm. Um, and I'm finding myself spending all of my CP all of my CP pregame every time. So things like <laughs> my favourite one of all is the baleful icon. Yeah. Um, so that's a relic that gives you a six inch um, for core infantry and characters. Uh, no rerolls in combat with hit, wound, or, or damage. So absolutely shutting that down straight away. <laughs> terrifying yeah yeah um the apostles are great because you can get them so they're doing two prayers so you can advance and charge and have trans hit yeah uh, which is incredible uh they've got some really nice stratagems through all their wounds so if you're chucking yeah. a 10 man squad to possess them to a knight you'll probably you know be popping that you're gonna take them down some wounds on everything um you can make your possess uh plus one strength plus one ap so they're at ap3 which is fantastic um and last but not least one of my favorite stratagems the hexagramic ward use twice per game um, and it just turns the damage to zero yeah so volcano nice. cannon doing zero damage twice a game is is, is game breaking it, yeah it, at the right moment it can it can it's the difference between keeping alive and not so yeah i really like them and as you say their secondary is pretty good yeah. um it's just a sort of control the midboard secondary which you want to do anyway mm. um, and if anybody wants to come and tango with you to try and take you off of it then they're more than welcome mm. Yeah, and they they with those tools they're set up really well to do that kind of big castle of death thing, right? Yeah, very you're much. Going to have a castle that nothing dare go into, else it's yeah. going to lose and get pounded. Um, and being able to cast death hex when you fail, still get death hex. Yeah, you still not, have the. That's um, not a bad thing with the old. And films, they make the it undeniable. 
Yeah. And it's quite good because it's, it's a Watchdog 8, so it's quite hard to cast. So you kind yeah, exactly. of looking to fail it. You, you want to fail it and then just put it on whenever, right? That That's quite a scary thing mm. to have in the lock as well. And waiting to, I don't think word bearers have taken anything out yet. I, was, I think they were the one everyone was making a lot of noise about when the book first came. Yeah. So I was talking with Stuart about this the other day. We're still waiting to see if they actually have all go all the way through. The one that I'm seeing in, in events still is Creations of Isle. Yes, I was going to say, and that's that, that's another another anti-melee army, really, right? Yeah, in, that's in a, a different that's way. A, but... it's, just, as, just as Stuart was talking about MSU, I think one of the other things this book said is our trading's over now. We're, we're done with that. You know, you're not you're, you you can come in here, but we're going to soak you up and kill you, and then we're going to kill some more of your stuff. That's what yeah. that's what we're doing. We're not we're not obligingly getting picked up um, by little units. You're going to need more than that. And Creations of Bile sum that up very much with the fight on death, which is obviously just absolutely insufferable on, on units of that size and strength. Um, super, super good. So they I feel, don't know they how. If I play powerful. my word bearers into that, I've got no chance. Absolutely no yeah, chance. Yeah, I, I guess they must have a nice edge into, into a lot of the combat yeah. armies. Creations of Bile into EC would be fun. <laughs> everything would be be dead everything dies yeah you're gonna have like a turn two where it's just all gone like (laughs) and then Stuart, obviously i'm looking a little bit ahead here but you you've played some games with red corsairs where do red corsairs fit into this picture um so they follow the same trait that we've been talking about about the secondary game being Mm -hmm. less impressive yeah they're um their secondary in the book is is not is not going to win you tournaments, um, but they unlock they unlock some stuff that that's going to surprise some people. Um, Advance and charging Morlefiends is just brilliant um, conceptually. Whether it's actually like competitively good is neither here nor there. Um, it just. Um, a wonderful way to get those demon engines onto the field in with some effectiveness. It, yeah. You used to have to use the um, soul pack from the oh, yeah, previous yeah. 8th edition book to yeah. have even a, a seminence of, of what that did where you could allow one model to advance and charge for a CP. For a CP as well, yeah. Um, and now they all can, which is brilliant. Um, and that's then doubled down on by Venom Crawlers becoming fast attack. So now you can have three Morlefiends and three Venom Crawlers and potentially three, I don't know, whatever you want, three Hellbrutes, if you want to go really <laughs> mental, um, yeah. all in the same army, just throwing themselves across the board. And it, you know, yes, you know, if we want to be talking about what's going to win the next three Super Majors, it's not going to be that. But. It just, it just gives all these people that have got these vast chaos collections and have got a bit of everything. Um, I think Red Corsairs is wonderful for simplifying the book, actually, for you um, mm. a little bit um, and just getting back to some ABCs. Yeah. Um, but the standout in them for me has been the bikes. Yes. And I, and I still Which is think great, that they are. They have some serious unlocked potential throughout the whole book, in my yeah. opinion. Agreed. Um, and yeah, they they've been they've been my MVP unit in every game I've played with the Red Corsairs. Um, a big blob nine with the rune is um, quite an undertaking for someone. It you know 
once you give them Marcus Sinesh and a five up feel no pain uh, and potentially trans hit um, it's all quite fun I think I've managed to get day. the one I've managed to get the wombo combo off once where I can get them you know trans trans hit um, or minus one to hit depending if they advanced or not uh, or whether they were near the thing uh, near the dark apostle um, Red Corsairs have a strat that if you're stood an objective, if you got shot by damage one weapons, you get plus one to your save. Um, so it, like, you can, uh, and they've got a, effectively, both a fire and fade access, and they also have um, a full, um, uh, like, full move or fallback after, after they attack in combat for the bikes, um, which is, you know, 14 inches of free movement after you've attacked is um is not to be not to have your nose turned up at so yeah i think um i, I think there's some there's some fun things for people to play around with there but it's not powerful but it's super fun they've got yeah. a really cool strat as well haven't they? the one that can delay your uh, opponent bringing in reserves yes. mm. yeah which i've never seen yeah, it's expensive use. though i don't i see it good. maybe being effective in uh, maybe three matchups yeah. that i can mm. think of like iron iron hands drop pod oh so funny like i just i just want to go back uh, take me back to my first game at lgt last year <laughs> <laughs> and just when iron hands <laughs> drop pod meta was like on yeah. every third table and just go oh by the way that's not coming in till second turn so you don't get your re-roll ones i've already screened out half the board oh. like so whatever good um yeah that would be fun um you know and maybe a little bit with um uh the mirror yeah. um but people most people are putting their terminators on the board tau um, crisis suits is another one yeah i, I don't know how many tau Christ, how many tau lists aren't running two blobs though that are Oh, true, but even even one turn with one less crisis team on the board is a sad yeah, deal with one. Unfortunately, party. the strat the strat you have to call out which unit doesn't come on. Ah, uh, so then uh, okay. well, the other unit will then. Yeah. yeah. So it comes on, and then I like, take it. Yeah, <laughs> and then the next turn you'd have to spend another two CP to do it again. It's like uh, I don't think so. So yeah, it's um yeah it, it's it's anti drop pod. It's cute, isn't it's, it? Is what it? Yeah, exactly. It's cute. But um, it fits the fluff, and I, I must commend them in two ways. I think that there aren't many of us that are going, I don't really understand why they've done that. It doesn't fit the fluff. No. Yeah. Anywhere throughout the book, it all just kind of makes sense. And I think that the um, the thing that sums that up the best was today's errata. It was like two lines. Yeah. Can world eaters take psychers now? No. <laughs> Who no, asks that question? No, you absolute tossers. Go home. But... Yeah. Same with the other, same with the other ones. Like, oh yeah, you know this thing that increases the range of your spell. Does yeah. it increase the range of your aura? It's like, no. There's it nothing in the game that does that. Yeah. Like, it just makes makes chaos yeah, like hanging my head in shame, going, oh, I hope that wasn't a chaos space marine collector that asked that question. Um, but yeah, like inch bubble of. <laughs> you think about inside. some of the. But we think about some of the books over the course of this year that we've suffered through with the various armies that we all play, starting yeah. with Custodes, working away all the way through Tyranids and, yeah. and everything in between, um, that we've all gone, oh, this is wrong, this needs fixed, this isn't yeah. right. And yet 
We can all come up with some great combinations for Chaos Space Marines, but I don't see any of it other than barring maybe Abaddon's points that yeah. I go, this is unfair. Don't yeah. tell like, this about that, Stuart. Just wrong. <laughs> Anything is too expensive, I'd say. Yeah. No, but I, I, I completely agree. And that, that's a triumph of whatever they've done with it, right? That I, I suspect they may get a points pass at some point on a couple of things if it becomes clear that everything's clustered around certain things. But it yeah. doesn't feel like there are really egregious no. things that need sorting. And it's winning events. Yeah. And it's winning events without anyone having a massive hissy fit about it, mm. which is a mm. really nice spot for a new book to land in. Um, and they're winning events with different legions. That's really cool as well, you know. I remember I was on my way down to Brighton in May when they dropped the possessed stat line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, leaked, and someone had leaked the points, and everyone was like, "This is going to be a problem. This is going to be ridiculous." I was certain it would. Yeah. And then we've I all got the be. book, and we've gone, "Oh, but possessed can only benefit from." 25 percent of the buffs in the book yeah, and yeah. they're not core and they're not this and they can't do that and and actually it's like oh they've they've thought about it they've yeah. like this this works it's yeah. like brilliant well done well done them that you yeah, can't yeah. have the the seventh edition ball of death that just decimates an opponent because you can give it every buff in the book um yeah. so yeah I, I think hats off in a way no definitely um, definitely it's um it's a success in that sense and that's that's a really exciting thing and that's nice for chaos players because that you don't get many flaky chaos players people usually play chaos because they love it and mm. they're they're all going to have a book to play with and be able to do stuff and you've got I say some of the legions aren't as aren't as sort of immediately powerful as others but they all do something that feels incredibly thematic so speaking mm. you know speaking from night lords night lords suffer a lot from that written before Nephilim feeling. You've got tons of tricks, but you can't, you're not going to be able to do them all at one time, and you could make a bunch of cool characters, but again, you've got to be careful with that. But it's awesome, and you'll, you'll have your moments where you trap stuff, and you'll have your moments where you're making extra stuff run away and all that stuff, and it's it's really cool. Um, you know, Alpha Legion, Iron Warriors, I think they all fall in that same camp, where it's not, the power's not as raw, but they all, you can do a bunch of stuff that feels extremely thematic. Um, and so that's that's a really nice spot. Where do we where do we feel the shooting has landed? Because that's something Lee and I discussed. It doesn't feel like there's much by way of shooting in no. the book. <laughs> no, just, no. just not um, really happened, has it? I, I think I think you've got you've got Lascan and Havocs. They seem to be doing the rounds. Yeah, um, because with Abaddon only though. Oh no! I think they've got to play without him. With the yeah. if you've got the Slanesh with the strap to do the yeah, thing on sixes, you need, you need the six thing, don't you? Yeah. Um, I think Blastmasters are insanely good. <laughs> but um, again, the problem with the Noise Marines in, in general is the fact that you, you they're too expensive, so you have to get rid of all the Sonic Blasters and just have the Blastmaster if you want to be points efficient and right. then r- run the rest of the guys with Chainswords. Um, right, okay. But as a single weapon, when, when you're hit, um, getting three three shots with a heavy heavy weapon turn turn one, Strength eight minus three three damage, that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that yeah the, the the shooting. I mean, I kind of ignore it to be honest. I th- I, I like the little incidental shooting you get on the venom crawlers. Yeah, and I have never been more disappointed in a unit than I am the new obliterators. Yeah, um, and I loved them so much in the last edition. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate even when they even though they were swingy. Yeah. Oh, they were they glorious. They were still though, great. And what they've tried to do is make them efficient. 
Yeah. But actually, all they've done is made them dull and yes. not as good as three other things that could yeah. fill that slot. And they're still, um, they, they do two things now that they shoot. They're meant to shoot, and they also fight. Yeah. Um, whereas before yeah. they shot well, and they most of the time, and they they fought a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think because they're demon kin, none of the buffs that you you know you can put on them help them to shoot. There's no. that one which is uh, gives him plus one to wound against a target. But to be honest, you're not really taking that anyway. No. So for me, no, I'm afraid not. And and they're heavy um, yeah. rather than assault, so you can't advance and shoot anymore. And then the icing on the cake for me is that they never really benefit from the uh, the wanton acts because they're 24 yeah. inch range. They move five inches or whatever. <laughs> um, they're never going to be in range or anything to one. So yeah, no explosions. Yeah, and and because you can't give them you can't give them marks to unlock some of the things in the can't book. Where it's, yeah. uh, and like uh, uh, I'm thinking. Extra AP. I, I played around with the ideas of how can I make uh, Mark of Corn work for shooting, mm. oddly, because there's the Dark Apostle that can put you into all three wanton acts. Yes. Uh, so you can basically yeah. have, if you had something that was that good that you were committing a whole Dark Apostle to it, is there anything out there that you could just go, and I'm going to have you in wanton, wanton destruction the whole game? Yeah, but I don't. I haven't found it. I haven't found anything that's yeah. that's worth it. Is it? Unfortunately, we're we're left with another book where the the forge fiend is just not good enough. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and my ultimate dis, as someone who has two uh, kit, fully kit bashed um, uh, defilers. Yeah, when's um, the defiler gonna get a break? Oh, <laughs> never, please never. give me a defiler. Even so even great. With, even even like I even read it and went, oh wait a minute. So if you had a a disco lord and he killed something, he could make two defilers hit on twos. And I'm like, that's that's fine, but actually their only job in that army would be to make sure the Lord Discordant doesn't get shot. Yeah, that's literally their job. <laughs> I don't think like, hitting on twos is enough to make yeah. them good. And how's no, he? Where's he going if they're there? Like, where's he? Where yeah. is he going? How is he getting to whatever he's going to get to if they're, they're both trying to muddle their way through a board of terrain? Crap, yes. Sideways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. the defiler, and it just because it just makes me think of Dawn of War and its little, like, its little flaily arms, and it's, oh, it's you know, so I absolutely love it. I think. But, um, they could have made a defiler good if they had given it like some kind of siege crawler rule that said it can move through ruins or something. Oh, that'd like that. be awesome! Yeah, it could just climb over. That's really it. what like it's for. not even there. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. that'd be super super cool. And that's yeah. Uh, so I it's still the gun, the gun be side because I was I was sort of mathing the blitz and I was like because I was playing someone who focused all his efforts into killing trying to kill them during a game and I was just I was talking to him afterwards and I was just like whatever profile of gun I pick if I kill two Marines, I've done really well. Like that's, 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 that's doesn't matter which of these cool guns I pick. They all kill like two space Marines in, in any situation. Like yeah. none of them, none of them ever do anything more than that. And they the shooting is very pre armor of contempt, just as the book is pre Nephilim, right? You can really feel that gap in time where just the AP it does have just doesn't cut it into so many things. Cause it's AP one, AP yeah. two that is functionally irrelevant a lot of the time. Like, what the, I do like about the book actually is it seems to be built on AP one irrelevant and damage yeah. one, yeah. or AP three in damage one. I actually feel now we're at the point where I'd rather have more AP in one damage than I would. Oh, agrees. Around mm -hmm. like two damage is so often negated anyway. Yeah. Um, that I, I'm kind of happy with my particularly my cursed weapons. I really cursed, like cursed weapons are nice. Yeah, my cursed yeah. weapons really add up. I think um, on the shooting to to complete the shooting 
So, <laughs> um, I think we're pro- it's probably fair to say that even when Chaos did do shooting in eighth, it was heavily reliant on resin models. Yes. Unfortunately. Mm. So I think that when we get that errata of how mm. they're going to rejig all the core, all the keywords within the Forge World chaos yeah. units we may find a, a gem gets unlocked i'm mm-hmm. i'm like uh i don't know i haven't looked into it enough but whether decimators could be yeah. back on the menu oh yeah um in a big Wouldn't way for much. the right for the yeah. right list um because the word bearer disco lord cursed uh, three decimator possessed out in front of it thing was yeah. good in eighth so yeah. surely it's got to be for better now mm. um if you can fit it all in for the points and those flames um, are going to be naughty as well, aren't they? Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think. Yeah. I've only ever run them with the soul burner petard. Um, yeah. The, the soul burner is just such a reliable damage dealer, you know. In, in... Yeah. Less so now because it used to rely on the fact that the a Lord Discordant was giving an was aura making them, plus one. Yeah. Plus one to hit. Whereas now he can only pick one of them, but it's still pretty cool. Um, and with only six CP, yeah, normally you do what Lee was doing in in the early parts of ninth, and you'd bring one, maybe two contemptors. But yeah, the Volkite. Yeah. Two CP that. Two CP and four hundred points that uh, chosen are better. I've, I've <laughs> yeah, said it before yeah, yeah. on this podcast, better, and I'll say it again: the Marshall Legacy rule is outdated and needs to go now. It that does need to was resolving an issue, yeah, yeah. A, a, an issue that doesn't exist anymore, and it needs yeah. to go because. Mm. Yeah. It kills those those units completely, um, and they're just not oppressive like they were. Just no, not. especially when they've just brought out like brand new plastic contemptor and brand yeah. new plastic leviathan, and everyone's like, "Well, I can't use that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just proof. They they say sometimes don't they, that the rules team don't match up with the models and the, the sales team, and actually, for the first time, I kind of believe them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's true, and that's yeah. So we'll, we'll watch with interest, I guess, on the um on the shooting front and there's definitely incidental shooting that still gets stuff done and it's it's yeah. just the armor of contempt world where it feels like it's yeah. a, little, a little blunt uh into quite yeah. situations rapier carriers maybe <laughs> oh nice <laughs> there was a time there was a time where i know um i don't know if any of you want, uh, re- go to his channel i'm going to plug a, another channel the the um uh oh no i'm not because i've forgotten the name of it <laughs> um yeah that's bad, isn't it? You'll have to cut this bit. Um, <laughs> we don't cut. Yeah. Uh, it's a chap that does exclusively world eaters. Oh, um, um, I do know that channel. The Red Path. That's it. Red Path. <laughs> Fantastic I've never watched channel. that. That's amazing. So good. So good. So good. Um, and yeah, personification of like passionate Chaos Space Marine yeah, player. Yeah. But eeks has been like Lee has eking every last inch out of yeah. that book um, with some really good content, especially some t- uh, tabletop simulator stuff for kind of theory crafting. And oh, I think nice. there, there was a point where like rapier carriers and Khan was a thing. Um, <laughs> Cause the so I don't know whether they could answer some shooting woes mm. for us if we needed it. But I mean, if we all sit here right now, do we need it? 
We need shooting? Nah. No, no way. I don't even no. want it. It slows the game down. Just put 10 possessed in a 10 chosen yeah. in a rhino and go hunting stuff. It's much more the, fun. The, the advantage of smashing them in the face is that you're also where yeah. their stuff is when you're done doing it, which you never yes. get with shooting. So it's quite nice to be where their stuff is. And isn't that great, by the way? There wasn't that many episodes ago we were saying how shooting is still king and yeah, that is yeah, no yeah. good. And now it Ooh. suddenly feels like suddenly Lord. that's... It's, we're back in a game, well, aren't we? We're able yeah. to do some moving and some if fighting. You're, as with the same with Eldar combat and Harlequins when they were doing it, and Drakari when they were doing it. If you're fast enough and you can advance and charge, you're effectively ignoring terrain. Yeah. Yes. In, oh, a, yeah. in a in a meta where there's so much ruin, when ruin is yeah, when the ruined, predominant yeah. terrain. If you've got infantry that can go 25 inches in a turn, then why shoot? Because yeah. you can't hide from it. Yeah. Um, so and you don't need to expose yourself until it's time to do whatever it is you're going to do, and you're not, there's not. And if you do it right, then there's not going to be the hit back in the same way. So. And especially yeah, yeah. with the lovely new uh, ruin rules, where you don't have to be oh. that close anymore either. Oh, it's just so scary! It's so scary. I, I, I really, just... I really hope that someone's watching this in three months' time, laughing, going, "Oh yeah, they got rid of that and sacked the guy who came up with it." <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But it's yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. No, exactly, and they are. They should. They should be a melee army first and foremost. It does. It does mean that at times the, the sort of the doctrines, the wantons, it just sometimes feels like you're waiting for that third one to kick in. Oh, it really. always you feels know, that it way. It really for me. does. And given that the army did have exploding sixes in melee from the get go before, mm. I think that must be a little tricky for players who have become very accustomed to it. But um, it's not like you're ever short of a rapid fire or assault weapon no, in your natural no, no, build not at all. anyway. Not at all. No, there'll be guns. You will get some shots out of it. I do um, miss the exploding fours. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I only got to, I only got to do that for like four weeks, and it was absolutely bonkers. You have warp, warp talons, Night Lords warp talons, and you're like, and that is like thirty eight hits, like from from a lot less. <laughs> absolutely insane. Yeah. Oh, so good. That was so, the, so good. The beginning of that was the first two like data slates that they came up with. Yeah. And they're they like, chuck, how do we make some of this in. stuff relevant again? <laughs> and like, I've was... played Imperial Guard in the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, in the they're scary. Like they've oh, been God, yeah. so many times that it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, they can do some stuff. Yeah, I've not played against Guard in a long time. Quite. No, good. I haven't played against them in this edition. I don't think. <laughs> um. Wonderful. Okay. Well, I think that that covers the ins and outs of the the book and our sort of initial support. I think there's lots to be excited about. I think they they are that bully combat army. Different ways to build around that. Yeah. And they will. I just I don't feel like there's many combat armies that can really suffer them, especially well when they're built in certain ways. I just think there's just so many combat armies that will go in banners blowing and be a crumpled mess by by the end of it and that's an exciting place for chaos to be at because they should they should be good at smashing people up yeah um, but we'll, we'll finish up with a little recap of our our narrative event that we went to with our narrative chaos forces team because, chaos um, a good friend of the show john scrivens put on a tempest of war event a few weeks back mm. in nottingham at the t- wonderful t-sports arena where the honest wargamer lads uh hold sway and this was a sort of teams themed event where each team was aligned to chaos or civilization or Imperium or Raiders. And I can't remember when this 
was organised, but we were looking at it when we were getting a team together, Lee and I, and thinking, bet the CSM book is actually out by then. Let's absolutely get a Chaos team. Just buy all the Chaos tickets right now. Get four Chaos players and just go and absolutely go to town with the new book and see see how it is. Um, and so obviously we you know we, we sounded out um, Stuart and Lee and, and got our got our team together. And actually, it's where all the that WhatsApp is where all the sort of preliminary dissecting of the book has happened. I love that WhatsApp. It's really, really, it's, I love that WhatsApp. I love that it's still just going to carry on existing now for yeah. if, for all your chaos needs. You just pop up in the in the Faustus chat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, so you we, know you've got three other dedicated people that are going to read yeah. that list for you, <laughs> yeah, rather than some of the other chats you're in where people are going to go. What what does that do? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think exactly. yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, it's like, very effective uh, chat. <laughs> it's like your support group. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we were we were setting obviously Tempest of War is slightly different. We're all we're all fans of it as a, as a format, but it's slightly different. And we were all we all wanted to lean into one of the legions and take something a bit a bit off the beaten path for our usual competitive elements so we had Stuart on the red corsairs we had lee on his empress children we had lee you took abaddon we talked you out of word bearers and made yeah, you take, yeah made you take abaddon you poor sod yeah, I, was gonna say, yeah. I think that's probably been worse for the uh, uh no spoilers with, with the black people would have preferred the word bearers <laughs> and um i think in that I, event it would have been even nastier yeah. Yeah. yeah and i know word bearers would have been nasty people people only ever complain about what's in front of them they don't know how bad it could have been um, yeah yeah but um, and I took I took the Night Lords along as well um, with my two Hell Drakes, which was super fun, and we had a, a really good time with it. I think and it's a team spo- spoiler team chaos overall triumphed. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. We were we were the victorious team. We conquered these planets that we were fighting over, and indeed birthed a new chaos world. Yeah. A new Slanesh demon planet was born thanks to our efforts. Well, what's great about the event was the. Scrivo did such a great job with setting a little bit of law between each round. So he, we sort of went in and it was sort of like the heads of state of play of how the sort of the galaxy is right now. Yeah. And depending on the outcome of each particular round, the, the narrative went in yeah. a direction. Um, so after the first one, it was like, oh, the, all the chaos, chaotic banners had gone up and there were sort of yeah. warning signals coming from across the galaxy and sort of escalated <laughs> as, as, as sort of the rounds went on, which was which yeah. was a lot of fun, actually. It was just it was a little excerpt, fun. but just and made you, it a little bit sort of, more fun. sort of read out the finale and, and sort of you get... And I think I think that sort of format has a massive appeal to me as a player, actually. Both both the camaraderie of the team element, that's nice, but also that sense of, you know, stuff's happening and the, yes. the story's kind of progressing around you on these, on these lovely thematic boards. <laughs> it really spoke to me, and, I, and maybe Lee as well, because it, it really felt like that thing that you wished you would have been able to do when you were picking up the hobby for our very first oh, time. Back in like sec- yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like back yeah, in yeah. second edition where you're going, you're playing with your mates and you've only got two units yeah. of tactical marines and you're having yeah. to save up six months worth of pocket money to buy the stupid metal dreadnought that yeah, yeah, you never yeah. managed to glue together properly, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and now, now we can do these things and we yeah, can go away yeah. for the weekend and spend time with like 16 other yeah, like-minded yeah, people yeah. and do, it's like, it's very, um, it's in a child, in a child. It is. Uh, yeah. uh, so, and I think more narrative stuff is, is great. Yeah. yeah. And it, as you say, cause it, it feeds that imaginative element so much, doesn't it? And it's, it is, I mean, the social side of it is so important, but this, this stokes that, stoked that really yeah, yeah. well. And we're really excited 
for the next one, we'll have to have a frank discussion about whether it's fair to take Team Chaos again or whether we <laughs> whether we do something else and then the dream team splits up. But we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But I'm going to invite you guys just to run through run through your experience with your particular legion, your army of choice, how you found it, any any notable things from the games you want to chat about and just take a little bit of time to talk about what you learned and what you enjoyed running your particular force at the event. Perhaps if we start with you, Lee Jones, because we're going to struggle to get yeah. much further without spoiling things. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's let's open up with you and you can let sure. us know how you got on um, with your poor I, second choice. <laughs> I can't get through my, I can't open my BCP now because I'm a, I'm a low life non-subscriber. Um, so I can't remember What's wrong with you? Of- I can't remember all of my. How do you write lists opponent. without seeing what someone else has done? I just yeah. <laughs> I just guess. I do remember my, my first game was Martin Bird, who was who's a great player. Yeah. He was running Necrons. Um, as discussed, Bird. I was running uh, Black Legion, um, with the, the bulk of which was Abaddon, a Lord Discordant, um, some other hitting characters, uh, Master of Executions, some Terminators, three Obliterators, which you already know my opinion on, um, a Venom Crawler, which I loved. Um, some legionnaires, some cultists, and, and some warp talents. And that was basically it. Um, I think that Black Legion worked really nicely, Morgan actually. Board. Yeah, it was just a bit of everything, which was, was absolutely the, the, the target for this event, was let's not min-max everything. Let's take some good bits. Let's try exactly. out the book. Um, and let's just ha- have some fun with what feels like what you should see on the table, which is what I tried to do. Mm. Um, yeah, so Tempest of War, I think that actually hides popes over the cracks a little bit of the Kill Space oh, Marines. Turns book. out it really does. I don't think this <laughs> is something we'd even considered before no. we got to the event. We were like, oh my God, this covers a multitude of sins. Yeah. <laughs> no, secondaries, no secondaries to worry about. So the things you're trying to do, even the ones that have actions, are actually a little bit more open. Yeah, um, you don't necessarily have to use an infantry unit, for instance, for a lot of them. I, I was using a rhino for like teleport home, homers or something like that. <laughs> um, and then I guess the other thing that's really relevant actually is to say that we were using um, uh, Nachmund CP, so we actually were starting games with CP rather than we Nephilim had a lot CP. Of CP. So I had spent- well, technically you're using Tempest CP. It's Tempest yeah. CP, yeah. So I, thing, I had baby. spent sort of loads All in the front of the games. I was starting with yeah. six, I think, but that felt oh, I like spent a load. I, I think I spent seven. I wanted to spend yeah. seven. But... <laughs> <laughs> I had basically nothing when I started, which was, which was fine. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, Martin first with his Necrons. Um, that yeah. was a really funny game, actually, because he had Nightbringer, which I was scared of because he couldn't one-shot Abaddon. Yeah. And I had the Master of Executions with the Nurgle demon weapon that could one-shot the uh, oh, that's so good. The Nightbringer. So there's a real standoff there. And what this actually, for me, highlighted one of the problems with, with Necrons. You hear about them now as this big, scary thing, but they're still, as, a, as an army, not very scary. But what they are very good at is outscoring you. Yeah, um, They still bounce off of you, and you still get through them, um, but they'll just outscore you in a normal game of, of, totally. sort of match play. Um, Nephilim style but in, in yeah. this there, it was fine um, and yeah, yeah it, it was a great game I can't remember how I, I think it was sort of 10-15 points to me um, but no it was, it, it was really good mm. uh, I won't go through all, all of my games you are, you are kindly it was 85 to 40 <laughs> oh was it okay wow <laughs> sure who do I have next uh, in your second game Lee, <laughs> you can you, track his movements you played Lee Jones played Aaron Wilson. So oh, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron yes. Yeah, Aaron is Shout a great guy. He, yeah, he, he was he was great. He was running John Scrivens' Orcs. Yes. Um, he's never ran awesome. Orcs before, uh, no. really. 
Um, and normally on Aaron because Aaron, Aaron plays Tower, but was like, "No, nah, I want to take something a bit silly, and I'll get, yeah. I'll, get I'll dig the orcs out and, and have a go at them, having yeah. never played them." So, props to Aaron because that's that's a really fun, a really fun decision to have made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his list was his list was quite fun. It had lots of the death copters, which I always I'm always terrified about. Turns yeah. out. Uh, whoever was saying earlier about Chaos Space Marines now being able to survive a punch and fight back was absolutely right because they just, just bounce off of most things. That's the gimmick. That is the gimmick. Um, <laughs> and I actually really thought for a while I was going to lose that game. Um, mm. And then all of a sudden he had nothing left and Abaddon was running around tearing things apart, which is basically how he performed the entire weekend. I don't mm. think he went into anything and didn't kill it. Um, yeah. The mortal wounds in particular, when you're re-rolling your wounds and you're fishing for those sixes, I was doing something like 5d3 mortal wounds at a time. Yeah. Um, plus all those sort of minus three, damage three um, actual wounds as well on top. Mm-hmm. So it's disgusting. So yeah, that one, again, was another win. Um, the scorekeeper, Stuart, might be able to tell me what that was. But again, it didn't <laughs> feel got, massive. I've loaded it up now. Let's have a look. Uh, you triumphed 9043 yeah so you're putting some big scores down. <laughs> at this point though i think i'm still being outscored by by lee churchwood at the same time so you are indeed round three you hit john scrivens john bloody scrivens running his dark angels yeah john and i never play each other until we go to john's events and then i seem to play him every time <laughs> i think i think he threw himself on the grenade i think with this one actually yeah john didn't really want to play at this event he was very no. keen to be a roving reporter and indeed in, in the next we had a drop and on day two he had a lot more fun being able to yeah. actually just be in people's ears and yeah. chat and so but good on him for stepping in having not yeah. really played his dark angels and, and no. through some games Again, I won't focus on this game. Um, this was just one that um, we had the, the sort of the long ways deployment, so you're furthest away from each other. Yeah. Um, and I did what I like to do, which is to basically not engage him at all and score some points. <laughs> and then eventually he got too close um, with the death. And then wing. you engaged him a lot. And then, and then Abaddon just again at their faces because yeah. the rerolling wounds and transhuman, he doesn't really care, and all those mortal wounds just eat through anything. So nice. that was more probably more comfortable um, than the others just because it was such a mismatch in terms of what the armies were doing to each other. Absolutely. Um, so round four, you played Adam Richardson's Tau, another local was, lad. Yeah, that was a How Now Orange Tau. Super mm. orange. I, I'm amazed how he's done that. So vivid. He's an incredible was, painter, Adam. He's really good. That was probably my hardest overall game of the whole time. Yeah. Um, I actually thought... Harsh. no guys we're only on round four anything could happen we don't know what's happening Uh, that was because i I think i thought it would be easier i thought it would be easier i thought tau aren't going to do anything to me there's a huge line of sight blocking terrain about tau whoever thinks that well there was the line of sight outline of sight stuff's irrelevant now so yeah that's true and i had abaddon so i was like i just run up the middle shit myself um, yeah, just run through the middle with Abaddon. I've got at least three turns. Because um, yeah. I was healing him back to flesh. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm just going to just bulldoze my way through the through the army. It won't matter, and I'll get to whatever, and I'll kill it, and then it'll be fine. That's not at all how it happened. Um, so whilst I did try and do that with Abaddon, um, Adam was very, very good uh, at just putting five crew hounds in the way, and then putting <laughs> ten crew in the way, and then putting five fire warriors in the way, and it, he really nullified him. The real heroes for Tau. Um, uh, and I also mm. I should call myself out as I cheated massively against him. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
completely accidentally. So well played. Pod- Good chaosing. What would Abaddon do? So what happened was um, I had the Lord of Scordant with the intoxicating elixir um, and he popped um, a load of uh, breaches uh, yes, right yeah, in front yeah. of him. And I was like, oh, I'll just drink my elixir, not realizing it was only done in the fight phase. Ah, um, shit. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I did, yeah. I did reach out to him afterwards and apologize because it was a genuine mistake. Um, had I realized I just I wouldn't have put him into that precarious position, but obviously I had. Um, didn't realize until sort of that evening um, when it was sort of all too late. But yeah, so apologies to Adam for that. Um, mm. But yeah, a, a great game. Super, super close. I think there was one moment. He was moment, delighted to run you that close. He was yeah. very, he really enjoyed the game. And Adam, Adam, moment, Adam's been coming on leaps and bounds as a player, so I'm, I was delighted yes, that he gave yeah. me a really, really hard time. Um, and I think we worked out at lunch actually that he probably should have won. Mm. Um, regardless of my blatant cheating, there was one <laughs> moment at the end of the game where he could have stepped onto an objective um, with two units. I would have heroically intervened. I could have only killed one of them, and yeah. he would have got it from me. It would have been like an eight-point swing. Shit. Um, but yeah, Aaron Wilson actually is the one who pointed that out to us at the end. But he's Aaron's super good at that. Aaron's mm. Aaron's brilliant. He's what he will do is after you finish playing any game. I've been playing Warcry lately locally, and Aaron will just sit and he'll watch completely silent. And after the game, he'll just be like, "Fatal mistake." Yeah. He's <laughs> right. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks. Yeah. Good spot. You're spot on. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's too late now, but you're absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> Very nice. And then what happened to you round five, Lee? Because you've won all four of your games, which all must, games. must in, in tournament standings mean that something important is happening at this stage. Yeah, well, I'm looking around. I'm thinking, oh, God, I know. <laughs> I'm looking at Team Chaos, I think, and I'm looking at all of you. I think at this point, Tom, I think that I'm I've looking. fallen down. You've fallen point. down. <laughs> Stuart and Lee are both very much in the game at this point. Yep. I look at the points and I think, oh, God, it can only go one way. It's going to be me and Lee again, and it'll be the <laughs> third time at events we played each other. Yeah, and as I kind That's of always a to nice, it, easy game against Lee, though, isn't it? He's, you know, it's not the I'm going to end a day on because he, <laughs> he doesn't do it gently. Uh, <laughs> I know particularly the old list was. He used to, oh, I still have nightmares about those terminators with the yeah, melters and, and all those lightning claws and the the uh, the dread claws, which I very much associate with how Lee plays. Mm. Um, and yeah, so obviously we, we drew each other in the final. So it was uh, Black Legion versus Empress Children. Um, and this, again, don't get me wrong when I said before the last game, before this was hard, this one was completely different. So this is a game that I didn't really do very much in, didn't really kill anything, um, didn't really play it tactically, savvily. What I did do very well was draw better cards than Lee did. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent work. Is it it fair to say that the Tempest cards do have an impact on Tempest matches? Yes. (laughs) I think we looked at it and at sort of turn turn one, I scored 12 points. Or 15 points, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I won by five. That's quite nice out the gate, the old 15. And I won by five, I think. So, no, we we did work out, though, at the end. Didn't we? That it was that that um, the the mis- my own errors that cost me that game. <laughs> yes, it should have been draw, and then you could have won overall. Um, but I was method yeah. acting for the weekend, so being chaos. <laughs> decided Got to fall down to Avedon, right? We went out and had, had a lovely time in the evening as well, which may have. Oh yes, you did. Bit. You did. Yes. <laughs> yes. Turned up. The, turned up in the morning to see Lee and Stuart 
Um, Lee had about four yeah. different drinks with him because he was so dehydrated. Like two yes. smoothies, a Costa, and a bottle of water. Yes, they thought, weren't, they weren't have... later than any of our contingent. They that's, really, that's really got tour, stuck isn't in. It? Yeah, they got stuck so, in. When was the last any point? I think it was just that conversation at about eleven o'clock. It's like, when was the last time you went out like and like proper? And it was like, this is going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was Nottingham, and it was Pride, and. It was right. it was a good atmosphere in the just, town. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. yeah. So um, you couldn't have, you couldn't have picked it. You couldn't. No, have but um, ninety five so no, to ninety five to one hundred. It was a super tight game. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, and not as hard as this towel game, but still, still the whole way through. <laughs> yeah, the cards were kind to me there. I actually had a uh, had the option, whereas this this time I felt like I it it probably should have ended a hundred all. Mm. Um, but that game, I felt like and that I can was, happen. Yes. yes, and it did happen, right? So, um, but no, it was, it was a really good game. It was funny because whilst it was Tempest and everything was kind of nice, I don't know about UD, but as soon as that was out, I'm like, well, I need to win this game. This is the, <laughs> this is the only one I care about. Yeah, I mean, it's nice um, to let the competitive shackles off because you're both as as you're both competitors, so you you can leave nothing on. The it was absolutely fair to do that, that, I think, for yeah, that game. Exactly. So yeah, and that was me. So Abaddon, and that, that meant that Abaddon. Uh, won the event, did he not? He did, and he probably did actually directly for me yeah, as well. He, in in he, some of those games, he was. He was. Um, I never really. You see it on paper how good he might be, and I'm like, mm. nah. And you do it, and it's like, okay. <laughs> I've still not played against him. I'm quite scared. Um, and funnily enough, actually, yeah. Lee was one of the only guys that actually got through him. Um, I think Empress Children that do have surprise me because they yeah, do have answers got, for it. They can do the thing. You've got to be able to do the thing, and if you can do the they thing, they can do all the things. You can that fatal sonnacy. Right uh, it's quite I a think lot. about it so much more than I should be thinking about it right but, now. Yeah. But he was he was probably one of the reasons where because um, I had to kind of deal with him, and I had to put a lot into that. I had to do the fatal sonnacy thing for the mortal wounds yeah, in the movement yeah. phase. I had to do the psychic. I had to move people over to charge him and. It kind of drew a lot away from yeah from my you attention, to be. my short yeah. attention span <laughs> focused on <laughs> and uh, I think that that's that what definitely, he's great. Yeah, he's a good distraction. Yeah, combine that with your Lord Discordant with intox, um, the intoxicating elixirs. It's yeah. kind of like these these things are not going to die, and I can't kill them. So let's stand opposite each other and look at each other rather than. It was funny how standoffish we were for most of the game. Like, a lot of our stuff never came anywhere near each other. There was a very different Chaos Space Marine off happening somewhere else. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. I'm just listening to the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really cagey. Yeah, what, what the like, fuck we'll, is we'll that? We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll get to that we later. Do Lee's other yeah, games? Let's, 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 absolutely, let's absolutely do Lee. So obviously we know we know how it ends for you, Lee, and it's a very narrow. A very narrow slip that probably comes down. It's partly cards, it's partly hangover, it's partly all sorts of things, but it's but an absolute epic to finish the event. But how did oh, you brilliant. find running Empress Children in this setting? And and the, the, what were your games? How did they go? Talk us through them. Um, it was a it was like opening a whole new box of toys on Christmas Day. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> um, so my list, I didn't go super heavy on big stuff because I wanted to try no. it all a little bit. So I had Dark Apostle Lucius, who's an absolute legend. Master yep. of Possessions, Cultist, Noise Marines, Noise Marines. Because I didn't have any Havocs painted up for their four Las Cannons, I did get um, some dispensation to run a Contemptor with four Las Cannons. Yep, perfect. Um, um, I had my, obviously, Blob of Ten Terminators, um, eight, seven, sorry, seven Chosen, um, and six Possessed, or oh, sorry, seven Possessed, and a Master of Executions, who is awesome as well. 
Venom Crawler and Warp Talons. Um, so that was that was the list. And in my first game, I played the same as Lee, um, Adam with his orange towel. Um, How now, orange towel? Nice. Um, and that was a fun and interesting game because obviously he's going to sit at the back of the board and try and shoot <laughs> the hell out of me. I've yep. got to try and get stuff across um, and deal with it. Um, but I did manage to overcome that. I managed to I test out the Terminators. How durable mm. are my Terminators? I'll throw them in the front. And yes, they can soak up a whole how <laughs> shooting phase with only wow. losing. I think they lost three Terminators to a whole Storm Surge, Riptide, um, Crisis Suit-based shooting phase. Wow. Um, and so that, that kind of put that in my mind for the rest of the tournament that those guys aren't going anywhere. Um, mm. And then I managed to bad touch um, Crisis Suits and the Storm Surge with some some warp talons who uh, just flew across uh, the board yeah. and, and got in there. And mm-hmm. and that was, that was pretty much his downfall when I, when I started getting into the, the back stuff and, and killed off all the little things that could uh, go and do his yeah. secondary kind of mission Tempest yeah. stuff. That's when it all breaks down for Tower, when, isn't it? When, yeah. When they'll get something in the wheels. But um, he, he did manage to, uh, to do his, the same trick with the breaches, firing those guys <laughs> out and melting my face. But um, all in all though, <laughs> It was it was it was interesting to see how well the Blastmasters did, mm. how well the Terminators could hold on, and how much stuff I had left at the end of the game was um, quite compelling. It was kind of that first time you realise that my stuff's going to hang around for the duration, um, and that kind of gives you lots of confidence for the next matchups. And that ended in um, it was a ninety to sixty five. So yeah, it was it was a good game. It was a good game. Mm. Nice. And what did you have round two? Round two, um, I had Jack Asher with his Drakari. Oh, Drakari. Now, this would be a match that at some stage might have been quite a tough time on the old EC. Oh, it, it would have. And, and I've, lost your, <laughs> I've lost your good self. Um, yeah, I was going to say, we've done, Rikari. we've played, we've, we've played that. I mean, it, in deeply, deeply unequal circumstances, let's not, let's not lie because Drakari were fucked as, as we know, but actually looking at Jack's list, it's, it's, it, I mean, as I said, when we did the list for this, it's, it's all the good things. It's a it lot is. of lovely stuff. It's got, it's got strife. It's got the minus one damage coven. It's got loads of incubi. It's got all sorts going on. So how did how was this with new EC? How did you find this matchup? Um, Blastmasters love shooting um, <laughs> vehicles. Yeah, and they they just rip through them um, as yeah. do the las cannons with the uh, strat for yeah. just basically throwing down a six damage when you and, get one. And through. lightning lightning fast literally doesn't exist. Exactly. No, no longer. Nothing. Don't worry about Ignore. it. Forget about it. Not happening. Yeah. Um, Incredible. And, and with that being the case, it was uh, popping boats, making him have to run down the board. And then yeah. again, Terminators were pushing into his um, half, into his towards his deployment. Um, and they were thrown incubi. They had a succubus. They had, yeah. um, oh, what's his face? Uh, Drazar thrown into Ah, uh, Draz. Yep. And they can't do enough damage anymore um Yikes. so they they ran in and bounced um again off the terminators um and again all the other combats in the, across the game were made to fight last as well so that's gonna hurt um that's it was gonna hurt. it was basically a, a case of 
again me taking over his fight phase and and destroying and by turn three there was there was very little left to kind of do the game that's how i feel that game goes i've said to adam because adam's an emperor player as well i was like i'm going to bring the trikari and i'm going to run them into you because you deserve that because you ran them into me enough times but I really don't like that matchup very much now. I think that's quite that's quite horrifying. Did you get to punk any characters with the frequencies at any point? Because I feel like that must be quite a nice little. If you can just with the mortals from the frequencies, is what's oh the... um I did no I I don't think I did in that game. I don't think didn't need to. No, yeah, I'm very aware, cripplingly aware of the potential of that to just. <laughs> Just, just end expensive trading character. <laughs> it, it's, it is good. It was just, yeah, it was a case of um, the master of executions and, and his uh, points in that game. He, he again just like popping through those gaps, saying you're fighting last, re-rolling everything with mantle of traitors on the on the hits side of things, and just pulling mortals out for fun. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, and another the, um, good game. The, the masters of master executions. We all took one. Are we still sold on him? Do we still like him? I think he's a lot of fun. I think he's a very he's a nice piece. I I think if I run a list without Abaddon, he gets yeah. that he comes in because of the the kind of scarcity of those HQ slots. Yeah, yeah, I really like him. I think that I I ran him with a Waller trait and the Nuggle relic, and I think actually I'd go the other way. I'd run him bare bones. Yeah. I think he's still got the six-inch heroic, and he's still in word bearers, re-rolling a hit. So I think you're just looking for those sixes on the on the hits to do it. Yeah. Um, well, whereas I think in in, in Black Legion, I had to have re-rolling um, hits to get to get the most out of him. So mm. I think if anything, he's better in word bearers. Yeah, I'm taking Emperor's children. It. Oh, sorry, go on, shoot. I was going to say, interestingly, in the Red Corsairs with only six CP, I think he's he's a luxury you can't afford. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of my feeling in Nephilim is that because. You often want to tool him up because you, you can't may, give him maybe the one more lad than you can tool up. Yeah, yeah. You can't give him something that like if it's just here's something that can kill stuff. Then there's lots of ways of just getting something. And yeah, <laughs> on a eighty point chassis, it does rip into stuff. So maybe yeah. you try and squeeze one in without a mark, and and maybe sixty five as is as, as Lee cheap. says. Yeah, without a mark, without a relic, um, or maybe just a relic if it works out well for you that you could give him something to let him re-roll his hits or something like that. I don't know. But um, obviously Lee has, I, I think that the Emperor's Children one is by far and away the best one in the book. It's that fight last, isn't it? It's just it is. insane. Six yeah. inch heroic intervention followed by a fight last. You're, you're basically doing what Space Wolves have been doing the whole of ninth edition mm. with Armour of Rust. Yeah. And if you give them Mantle of Traitors, you get the re-roll hits, but you also get a free 2CP Epic Deed strat thrown in there, for, oh, which is your fight last. And which so, one is that? That's, you, that's, and that's the, fight, the oh, fight last. The fight last is the Epic Deed strat. Yeah, that's that the whole point. Yeah. free 2CP fight last strat is pretty sexy. Mint. Yeah. yeah. When you've but already but got night, fight last on Lucius. As well. Yeah. But, um, but it's just, yeah, again, it's, 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 he, he's... he's Danger, very dangerously close to being the one more thing than you can necessarily bring a lot of the mm. time. But the bare bones one, as you say, Lee, is so cheap that it probably does still have a place. So, Lee, round three, you yep. hit Alex Chancellor, our boy Alex Chancellor of Twisted Dice fame, who was running his Inquisition, Death Watch, Imperial Guard, and Inquisitor Acolytes list. How did that go? Um, lo- always lovely to play, Alex. is lovely lad. Yeah, he's a good boy. And, um, 
it, it, I, it, I was a little bit worried on the start of this one because we were playing yep. the long deployment. And I was yeah. thinking, I've got to run all the way across that bloody board. And I've got the Necron scenery. So I've yep. not got much to hide behind as I run across the board. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was another case of the durability of the units shone through. And even though you're getting shot by um, tank commanders and, and other stuff like that, they're not doing enough. And as, as long as you kind of get your Terminators into them turn three, that's game over. As soon as you hit, yeah. there's nothing that they can do. Um, yeah. You're basically just going to start chewing through the army. Um, yeah. And again, they suffered from they suffered from Sorry, the fight last, um, mm. where he used his Death Watch, charged into some Chosen. Lucius popped in to say hello, <laughs> and then st- forget about your Storm Shields. Forget about what yeah, else you've got yeah. on them. They're not going to withstand all of those attacks. Yeah. Um, sorry, Stuart, you were going to say? Uh, you've you've sidetracked me because I was going to ask, did you remember, did anyone across the whole weekend remember to buff their Chosen after they killed something? Because I, I think did, I forgot I didn't that have any. every single game. I didn't have any then either. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I was going to say with the, um, the kind of the long, the long board, running across the board thing that Tempest messes with those shooting armies as well because they're likely to pull a card that forces something to go into the middle of the board. Yeah. So it kind of, the combat, I think it kind of, we didn't realise any of this because A, we hadn't played any Marines and B, we hadn't played any Tempest. Literally none of this was discussed at any point. We were all realising it when we got there and we were like, oh goodness, okay, actually, this is is definitely... The very very first time someone pulled a card that basically meant they had to park something in the middle of the board and make (laughs) me, and let me charge them the following time. I was like, oh, this isn't... (laughs) <laughs> this isn't the same, is it? So yeah, just it is what it is. But yeah, very nice. Sorry, carry on. I interrupted. No, that that was pretty much it. So it was just a yeah, it was a it was a race yeah. to get down the board um, and do stuff on the way. And mm. again, I think the cards were quite kind to me with regards mm-hmm. to it. Kind of allowed me to run down the board and, and get mm-hmm. at him. Um, but again. Uh, I say always a pleasure to play Alex and uh, yeah. yeah, really enjoyed that game. And it's again, a very no. different type of army to play against. You don't really see a lot of the uh, no. Inquisition style armies about. No. And he's, um, he's really holding out and excited for that guard book as well. And I hope it, I hope it is everything and more when it does arrive. Um, mm. And then game four, you had John Holland and the white scars. And this was another lovely thematic, but also quite a scary list. How did um, that one go? It just, I say again, it's kind of, you you look at what the white scars do. They advance and charge. They want to get into you, and it's kind of like, yes, please. <laughs> I'll, even, I'll, even, I'll even hold the door open for you as you charge yeah. into the into it. Um, the definition kind of, of a good, honest combat army. Right? <laughs> exactly it, and it's exactly what yeah. you're looking for. You now you now know what I've been like smacking my lips at yeah. if I get drawn against some of that when I've got like my death shroud and the foul yeah. blight spawn. You yeah. Just go. Oh really? So you want to be damaged too, and you want to advance and charge, and your only win condition is beating me up in combat? Cool. Yeah, yeah. you go ahead. You you try that. That's fine. <laughs> um, and again, it was it was a case of pushing that Terminator blob into the middle, um, yep. using my long range blastmasters to remove stuff off his open back objectives. 
Yeah. And and then um again it's kind of one thing people forget again is is kind of like the speed of the terminators. Yes, they yes. only move yes, they only move five, but when you're advancing and charging, they are getting into places where people do not want them to be. Um yeah. and again he made a he made a big swing avoiding them to get round kind of to one of my flanks with the majority of his army with their jump packs and their speed. Um, But it was just a case of one movement phase and I'm, I'm back into the whole of his army and you just can't get away from it. If you take that central position, people can't play around you as much (laughs) as they think. Especially with Honor the Prince. No, and it's why yeah. I think the cent- the center is so big for CSM in a way that isn't true of, of some armies. There's you know you 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 really want to stage very confidently. And I normally I'm moving one of the prints. Oh, it's just so good, so it's good, still so yeah. good. Because when have- when you add that to advance and charge, <sighs> like you're effectively going okay, movement five, roll a three on your advance. That's eight inches of movement, and now I've got. 12 inch charge threat range but i'm guaranteed a six on one of those two dice so you know you even can, if you're 20 yeah even if you're 15 inches away from me i'm probably getting in and then i'm gonna surf three and consolidate three and i've gone halfway across the board with a unit that's movement five it's like whatever and one good thing about the honor of the prince as well is because you can activate it in the two phases so you can pay two c um, one cp and yeah, so you can advance mm. six. You can guarantee a six uh, advance, and then you can guarantee the the additional six for the start of the charge. So oh, I didn't know that. That's really good. Yeah, that's mate. amazing. Spicy. Oh, so um, once you activate it in the movement phase, does it not stay for their charge phase? No, no. So you activate it once for the. Um, movement. You'd have to use it again, but you've got yeah, you can you, you can, can absolutely use it both times, and that's mm. obviously. Or better, you could use it on distance. one unit that needs to reach, and another unit yeah. that needs to. Yeah, cool. So as long as you get those Terminators Central, they're just there's just not going to be a place yeah. that's, re- that's relevant that they can't be. Like there just isn't going to yeah. be anywhere there. Next the, time in, we in play the... Lee, I'll remember to get out my four <laughs> four story high buildings <laughs> <laughs> and then lie them on their side between him and you. Right? Love it. <laughs> yeah. the, um, if somehow whatever you've then charged does does also survive, remember there's also the strat that you can basically consolidate again if someone falls back. That's oh, it. Yeah, God, yeah. yeah, I keep or forgetting shoot that that's the thing. Or shoot them, oh. yeah. Or, or just shoot them. them. <sighs> and that's, that's got even more jank as well, because if you set it up so you're kind of in between two units, again, you can if they pull one back and move them away and forget to move the other yeah. one, you can just yeah. tag you're into trapped. the other tag one. You're, you're absolutely beautiful. done, yeah. It's um, ironically, white scars have one just like that that I have been caught out by once. I was like, "You cheeky devil!" Mm-hmm. I was playing Jakari. I was like, "You just trapped me! What? What is yeah. this? We'll not have this." Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's good, and that's kind of yeah, as I say, that demonstrates I think better than most matchups because that um, was a solid win for you. Yeah. That you just they just can't suffer you. They just the melee armies just cannot suffer Empress Children mano a mano. It just doesn't happen. And then um, round five, I played against this awful bloke. Oh, some different, yeah. Um, <laughs> did he try he, and misplay the elixir? He, he definitely did. Um, <laughs> I don't think I drank it in that game. <laughs> so no, he would not let me drink it. I was, so, I was so dehydrated, I needed to drink it, and he wouldn't let me. Um, <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah, the last game was lovely. It was good fun. It was, yeah. But and you, yeah, as I say, you, it was a, you, you. You feel like you scored an own goal towards the end. That... I, I definitely <laughs> did. I definitely did. But it, I say, you, 
I could have probably done that when when um, fully full charged as well. Though I've always got yeah, that in my yeah, locker yeah. to uh, <laughs> do something stupid, but um, it was such a close Enjoyed game, it. and it was it was was a really interesting one though. So the the mechanics of what Lee had in his list versus my fight last, it was kind of it was very very interesting because the fight last wouldn't do the job against some of his big things. Um, mm. And I and he, I know as well the Terminators that he had running up my fight last. If I, even if I play that and get in there, I'm not killing them. Um, yeah. So it's it's kind of you'll kind of have to be cagey because if you do throw your army in, you're probably not getting much of it back against the Baden um, in, no. in certain units, and you're not getting it back against the, the um, Lord of Scorden and the Terminators will punch you back and take half of what you've put into mm-hmm. them as well. So it's yeah. quite, it was a very funny one. So we, we were kind of jousting from range and kind of trying to nip around flanks, which were unguarded. I know you came in and took a nice bite out of me on one flank with your Venom Crawler, and I swung my Terminators round and, and took um, a Rhino and some Legionnaires. And a, and a yeah, that was a nice play. I remember that one. Um, but it was yeah, it was it was a nice cagey game, but it was very tactical. It was kind of like we were at the top tables of a GT. It was serious, but no, a good way to end the uh, end the tournament. And again, yeah, just to kind of echo the statement, the tournament was was brilliant, wasn't it? The scenery, the venue, um, always just, there, isn't it? Yeah, and I know I said Alex was a a wonderful player to play against, but I think like everyone was awesome. Yeah. Um, I did have a such a good event for that, wasn't it? Yeah, and just yeah, say meeting new people who just there to have fun, and it was mm. and, and it was the you could see that at the end when everyone came out for a meal, everyone came out for a few drinks. Yeah, was, yeah really good fun, nice bunch. Yeah, yeah I can't awesome. I can't imagine you'll ever you'd ever be able to do it. I think especially with the lot of us, if we're only going to at our time of our lives commit to maybe a tournament a month, six weeks, something like that, you're going to go for either something local that works, or you're going to go for something big. Because if you're going to commit, you might as well commit. Yeah. And something like this was a, a wonderful differential to that. Oh, definitely. Even so much as there was a, a live WhatsApp group for every member of the tournament. Yeah, right? yeah that Six was weeks fun. leading up to it. So even before fun. we even got there, we'd already felt like a load of banter had already started. Yeah. A, load of, a load of narrative had already yeah. got going. And, um, and that kind of even leads on to uh, like people's lists and people starting to like spend their own personal free time to write little stories about yeah, their yeah, army yeah. and how they finished the campaign and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And like, it was very unique in that ma- in that I manner agree. and everyone bought in. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, just to echo what Lee was saying, the, the buy-in was perfect. Yeah. It was the right people. And that's what, um, um, that's what John built there. And I think John should be very proud of himself. And I think yeah, that, yeah, that chat still exists. And I think I suspect a lot of those faces will return and then obviously we'll get some new faces in. And I think, I think yeah. the next go round next year will be, will be even more charged for having the layer of story already built up. So that's extremely That'd exciting. Um, Stuart, do you want to just rattle through your rattle through your games yeah, as well? I'll, I'll blitz. I'll blitz mine pretty quick. So uh, Red Corsairs. Red Corsairs. Red Corsairs. Um, <laughs> so um, I wanted to build on a narrative of get in, get out. Yep. Uh, Smash, and Smash and grab. Smash and grab precisely. So I had Huron himself. Um, and a Dark Apostle and a Sorcerer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was going to lean entirely into Core, so I had no Demon Kin in this list at all. Which was Um, really cool and very effective, actually, because you could maximize all the Core buffing potential. I was never out of position with anything from that perspective. Um, I had some Cultists. I had two little units of Legionnaires. 
Um, and then the meat and potatoes was a big unit of Terminators. Um, was it 10? Yeah, 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a equally big unit of Chosen yep. with plasma guns. Uh, and then a Master of Execution with some Nurgle gubbins. And um, the fun part of the list for me, what I've wanted to do forever and them actually work, <laughs> was the bikes. Yes. So we had nine bikes with the Black Rune of Damnation mm-hmm. uh, at T5 minus one to wound with a Mark of Sinesh and an Icon. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we won't spoil her. But you can you can give me your impression I, I, I of how that them. worked. I dislike yeah. this. Um, I got fan. a I got a free pass <laughs> on the Forge World thing as well. Um, yeah. Because I I had in a box an incomplete unpainted uh, Dreadclaw, and I'm quite good at trying to force myself to paint at least one thing for a tournament if it gives you the motivation. So mm. thankfully, John let me paint a drop Dreadclaw. Because it also fitted the narrative of space pirates coming out of the sky, the Dreadclaw comes down and Havoc is wreaked. Uh, And then some Havocs, speaking of which, and two (laughs) Rhinos for for speed. Um, So It's it's a great um, little list. Everyone everyone that's ever met me knows my opinion. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, everyone everyone that's ever met me knows my opinion on the Rhino. Yeah, Um, essential, essential. Yeah, basically. Even when I don't play Chaos, I still try and fit one in. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. uh, My games were lovely um, and um, really dictated by the cards. Yeah. Um, So, I'll I'll try and get through this real super fast. uh, But without without leaving out people's um, calling card, because I'm sure people are going to read it. So, uh, round one, I played into Paul Willis's um, Eldari. Oh, this was a beautiful uh, it list. It was a super cool mixed list with uh, Avatar and all the gubbins and uh, the naughty bow of Mortal Wound yep. dastardliness. Yep. Um, and the very first card I pulled was Behind Enemy Lines. So that kind of <laughs> dictated the whole game. So the drop pod and the chosen just arrived in his deployment zone, turn one. <laughs> and that just completely changed how the game was going to go. Neither of us were yeah. probably going to do, were going to engage like that at all. in a normal game but because of the card that was what we had to do so um my in that game the highlight of that game was the fact that my bikes never left my deployment zone for five turns and probably killed a thousand points of his stuff Mm. just every time something came into my deployment zone they just zipped to the other corner and killed it and then turned around (laughs) and then zipped the other corner and killed it they killed uh, they killed uh banshees in turn one and then by turn two and three they killed dire avengers and swooping hawks and warp spiders i think just Yikes. every time something appeared in my deployment zone the bikes ate it um so that was super elf. fun yeah yeah <laughs> so there was a lot of dead elves so i uh, managed to get through that game 90 points to 60 very nice um game two you had you had tyranids you had tyranids mike thomas another local twisted dice lad Absolutely. And I must give credit to Michael for uh, working very hard to not make an, a list that would be unenjoyable to play against. Yeah, he, he, he was actually, I think, in the chat and, and visibly to talk to. He thought, I think he worked harder to doubt, to detune himself than almost anyone yeah, else yeah. at but, the event. But the, given but the raw power of Pyranids still shone through oh, by yeah, his phenomenal. end result. Still so phenomenal. He, yeah. he literally took the teeth out of his own list and still came like fourth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
so and yeah cards and dice dictated a few things um uh we had a, a really lovely um <laughs> lovely in inverted commas moment <laughs> where um a fully buffed fully kitted out screamer killer uh charged into the master of executions and because of Marco Nurgle, he like, transhumaned, and I made three out of five saves, and then punked him. Oh wow! Just one, just <laughs> one turn killed a uh, full Get carn in the bin, carn Um That felt a bit mean for eighty points, if I'm honest. But <laughs> I've been butchered by Tyranids quite a bit in the last yeah. six months, so they kind and of is, deserved is it. Is a carn effects that many more points? They feel dangerously cheap to me. Uh, no, he, he'd done the like he'd spent every point you can spend. Oh, on he'd, he'd given them all the all the toys. Oh, okay, no, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but no, he'd given them all the toys, and I think he was buffing it with like three psychic powers and one of the things, and the yeah, just yikes! It was a nasty thing. Um, and it whiffed and fell over. <laughs> so that was pretty much um, all there was to say about that one. Um, nice. We got, yeah, we got stuck into each other. It was loads of fun. I won 89 to 15. Nice. Very uh, good. Round three, you play Joseph game, Reed. Yeah. So this so was nice. super tactical. Mm. Um, I've never watched so many dice be rolled one at a time. Yes, he rolls one at a time on all his four ups, which is incredibly intense. Oh. Emotionally, extremely <laughs> intense. It was I, the I, end I, of also, a very long day yeah. standing on my feet. Those tables were, I'm only five foot seven, <laughs> and those tables were just too, I need a stool for those tables. <laughs> They're just too tall, and like everything was starting to ache, and I'm sitting there going, just, and, and honestly, he failed way more than I would expect him to. So it's not like <laughs> I was salty about it. I was no, just like, no, no. every time you'd see like one dice, one dice, one dice, one dice. Um, but other than that, tactically, it was really interesting. Um, I um, I got really lucky with um, a little minor, a really super minor uh, movement placement error on his part. Didn't do enough measurement. And I got the drop pod and all the chosen in behind him turn one. Ah. Um, mm. So, but custodes are notorious for not being able to screen. Anyway, <laughs> so I probably would have found a space somewhere that would have been useful. And then by the time the chosen and the drop pod and the bikes are all down one flank, tying them all up, mm. um, we just I just managed managed to strangle it. That game finished after only four turns, mm. uh, and I had a four point lead. Um, but it's pretty fair to say that I think I had four of the five objectives going into turn yeah, five. Yeah, so his, his take we on it was that it was place. only going to get worse for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we were happy to call it where it was. Yeah, I yeah. felt it was a really fair result. Um, and yeah, I did I did what I needed to do. I got right in his grill and tried to survive it as best yeah. I could, which was, nice. which was super fun. Um, I really wish... That game, that game more than any, really reminds me how much I loved the player placed um, objectives, objective markers. Yeah. I yeah. found that mini game super fun all week. Yeah. It might just be because of the way I my brain works, but I felt I won that battle yeah. more than I lost it. How how do we um, feel about one season of forty k that just brings that back for just six oh, months? Just God. just goes, goes to town. Yeah. I'd I'd absolutely love a six month pack. It's a bit different, players. isn't it? Try it. See what happens, then mm. go straight back to something else if it doesn't work out. I'd be, it's I'd the beauty of seasons, that. isn't it? I'd love to see it. I'd put it in three of the si- uh, three of the nine. Oh, yeah, or even even just some missions. of the missions. Yeah, just some of the missions. That'd be That's super cool. 
Super, so three of the nine are player placed. Two yeah. of them you get to move to like priority targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you have, like a real mix, because it's just be really makes the game better. Um, right, we di- we digress. Uh, game four, four. You had Martin. Martin, game four. I was super fortunate in this that I met a lovely guy uh, that was playing totally within the spirit of the tournament. Yeah. Um, because if it had been a game against someone that was grumpy and uh, not playing in the spirit, plus the hideous hangover I had, my <laughs> Sunday would have been a horrible start to yes. the day. But yes. thankfully, Martin made it joyous. He's a good, um, lad, good lad, Martin. But yeah, unfortunately for Martin, I would, I'm the second Chaos Space Moon player he faced in this tournament. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. uh, and he, you know, he didn't have the, the right, the, the tools. Um, right. And um, there's, there's things in that book that he could have taken that would have made us all much more scared of, of what Necrons can do. No, um, so, you know, but lovely, lovely guy, lovely game. Um, but unfortunately it just wasn't ever going to go, go yeah. the right way. No, just I think match up. Yeah. Um, so I think I won 155. Yeah. Very nice. And then what happened round five? Cool. Perhaps, well, perhaps I... a, K- a KG standoffish game. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, never. Um, so I had the joy, um, without when I'm going to spoil your bit, but uh, I had the joy of uh, it of making table two another all chaos space marine it affair. So well done to the four of us. Was night lord. Um, can you see slightly... why we've done this podcast? Because we just yeah. we just wanted an opportunity to gloat about basically <laughs> a top well, four you, of the Well, you, you three can. It's about to end really badly for me in this story. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, and again, it was another game that was totally dictated by literally the first oh, card off the top so of the deck. Big. Yeah, My yeah. very first card was um, whatever it is. Do an action in the middle of the board. Yeah, and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> and, I was like, and, and you'd I'm gone pr- first as well which was yeah also and big. i'm like i'm pretty confident that in this game it's going to come down to five points <laughs> so i need every point i can get especially going first yeah um i need to get a lead and i need to get this had yeah you did you did I you need, absolutely I needed did. to go first get in your face throw my stuff away die <laughs> and hold on to a lead yeah, it's like exactly everything it. you've been preaching for the last 24 months. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so we had an absolute blast. We overrun by 40 minutes and we were we, never we were going so to not bad. finish that game because yeah, we had to do calling it, it early it. and just adding and just totaling it up would have been rubbish. Because it was so, a bloodbath, wasn't it? It was yeah, just yeah, an absolutely. absolute bloodbath. So, um, I can notice that table was absolute carnage. <laughs> always what, the photo is like great. It. it looks super thematic. Um, non-breachable ruins in the middle of the board. Revelation. Yeah, they they game. were huge. They were huge in this game. Made Absolutely made life massive. super fun uh, for a lot of reasons, which was great. Um, yeah, you completely decimated my right flank. I completely held up your right flank. Just we just got stuck into each other. Completely gummed me up. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. So we, good. Um, I, I, I got to. I got, we got to do a masterclass in um, moving in every phase but the movement phase, which was fun. <laughs> yeah. um, to steal five points off of me, which was but great. There was a, yeah, there was a fun bit. It was like, Stuart, I think I can do that thing that you do uh, yeah. where you steal objectives in the command phase. Would you help me do it? <laughs> yeah, so, we, so we piled in correctly, we consolidated correctly, and then we regenerated the cultists and ended up on the middle objective stealing it. That was, that was my favourite bit. That was my 
Uh, yeah. So, oh my god, this is what it feels like when I do this with Foxwalkers. Um, so yeah, that was super fun. Um, and yeah, so that ended uh, the same margin as the other Chaos Space Marines game. Ninety-five, ninety, yeah. And you did, you did exactly that. You'd, you'd shut me down, died for the cause, and I just could not, could not catch. We it got there up. in the end. I think I only scored five points in the last turn. Yeah. Yeah, Basically. that was right, and I was I was just trying to desperately chain up points, just just couldn't couldn't quite do it. But you'd, you'd played it yeah. so well with the bodies, and I, there was one moment where I just let stuff those fatal counters to obsec boys got backfield when I just absolutely had to do whatever it took to prevent it, and that was killer. Mm. I think you got you got five brave chaos space marines that counters ten brave chaos space marines into <laughs> the backfield, and that was a massive yeah. headache. That and the bikes, which were just a just a, a endless quag yeah i think i think the the bikes and the warp and how many warp turns seven eight they just yeah they, they might as well have like been none they might as well have been combat. none they spent the whole game cuddling bikes and then and i fun. thought about it every time i was like oh i could spend two cp to fall back i'm like i think i'm holding up a third of his arm yeah <laughs> you, you absolutely were you um, absolutely and i was still were. holding the objective whilst you were you were um so yeah it was super Super lovely weekend, played in perfectly the right spirit. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we didn't spoil it for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> as I say, I think we get away with it once because the things, as I said, the things that made it so strong, we we just hadn't anticipated or even mm. discussed. It wasn't the list about. building that was the issue not, in the end. Not at all. It's just it that it's, a, it's a book that if you're like, what if you didn't have to think about points, but could instead just just go and do what you're good at, which is bodying people off the board? Then yeah. it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that and more CP. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll ra- I'll rattle through and then we can we can wrap up. So I'd I'd brought night lords and I had I had a lot of the things you'd expect. I had terminators, I had warp talons, I had some raptors with a fun relic for sprinkling mortal wounds around because I love that shit. I went I went quite hero hammer. I think slightly more. Obviously Lee had Abaddon, but I'd gone big lord discordant, big demon prince. Lots of fun toys on that. And the Nurgle demon prince is an absolute wrecking ball, and I do love mm. him. I had a very good time with him. Um, but I also had two hell drakes, which I was determined to take because I was like. They fly and they look spooky, and it's you spent a while painting them too. Right? I, I'd spent a while painting them. A lot and of very, trim. I'm very, very fond of them, and they're not. Are, are good. you still fond of them? Not, well, I love them. <laughs> I, I love, I love, I love useless things. That's that's a fault. <laughs> that's a fault that I have. And the Helldrakes are one because, by God, they were shit in every single game. But they were really fun, and they flapped around, and they were annoying. And every now and again, they just did a thing. Anyway, so my games summarize nice and quickly i played nikos and and rob who are the honest wargamer lads game one nikos had a really fun lots of vehicles lots of obsec lots of actions necrony list that i suspect playing nephilim would be a flipping nightmare because it would just chew you up whilst it holds the objectives nikos had been thinking about elves and orcs and things that don't have two up saves because it was tesla everywhere and i just stood there being like don't care about tesla you can fire he fired his whole army at a heldrake turn one it was basically i think he might i can't remember if he killed it turn one or not but the whole army just about managed to get through a three up save on a heldrake um so he didn't have that going for him and that was a game where we have come for you the trap something in combat strat for night lords was just incredible because it was a shooting list of necrons with no multi-phasal damage going on <laughs> so my warp talons would just fly in trap a thing and then just proceed around the board brutalizing things every turn without being shot 
and it was bloody wonderful. And that was fun. They were really fun. The cards I just got, I just shat good cards for the first two, three turns, and just got, just got, just got loads of points whilst they were trying to do stuff they just couldn't do. Um, they had like get to. I had the one where it's like don't have anything within six of your deployment. I was like, would you like to put stuff within six inches of my night lords? Please do. Go nuts. Like, yeah. Knock yourself out. So that was a really fun game and they were super funny and Nikos rolled his selection of comedy dice, including a very, very, very tiny one that's one of my trophies from the event, this microscopic dice that he rolled initiative with that you almost cannot see. So that was super fun. Uh, round two, John Phipps. This was Gene Steelicolt. I, I play Gene Steelicolt and I know how to play Gene Steelicolt. And what you do is you sit and you go, can you do anything? And the answer is they can't do anything. Um, and... <laughs> That that's that's what happened in this game. We also got done by the Tempest cards, which drew. Uh, you can't come in from reserves on objectives. Oh no! So I was like, I've Christ. got these. I've got these five enormous screens that I just need to arrange my army in concert with them. And he just can't do anything except deep strike in literally in front of me where he could have been deployed before going into reserves in the first place. <laughs> and then this was a game where the held rates were great because GC the Colts can't hit him because he, they, can't, you know, they hit on fours. Minus one to hit really hurts them. So the held rates just flew around flaming stuff. And so this was, this was a rough game um, for John between the mission specific card, the twist card and, and, and what he was playing against. But John was a gent throughout and we had a lot of fun with it, but it was a case of just sit, wait till they're all out and then just, just fold them, fold them over. Um, and then round three, this was a crazy game. I, so I had the white scars. The white scars are slightly different for me because I don't have quite as much fight first fight last as the Empress children have. So it became a very tit for tat, warp talons, van vets, everything's trying to slap everything. And we had some epic duels with the Lord Discordant and a captain. And it ended in a bonkers 100 100 draw. And this was mainly because <laughs> John John went out and died like an absolute hero because he had nothing, he had like three guys left at the end, but he held me up long enough to get all his cards, get all his primary. And it, that meant that it did not matter. And he got absolutely brutalized um, by the Terminators, the Dean Prince, the Warp Talons. But he, he, died like an absolute hero for the cause so well done john and we swapped dice and that was that was brilliant i don't give up that we got some wonderful chaos dice for the event that was oh lovely. yeah well, they were i gave i yeah, gave up one I of those mean... i was like these are my favorite dice i've had in a long time i'm going to give you one because you fully deserve that like you've you've absolutely earned this thing uh round four this was my fuck up my big big fuck up of the event so i played joe reed's custodes He's a very good canny player, as, as Stuart has said. I just fundamentally misunderstood how the objective placing went and completely screwed myself <laughs> over. And so ended up attacking Custodes that had three objectives when I had two across a desert, <laughs> which was just an absolute nightmare. Um, that was really interesting because I, pl- I deliberately set the objectives up against him to have three in one corner and yeah. to bait him into taking that side. Mm. and then I just just pinned his whole army in 25% of the board and mm. just slowly ground away at him. Very, um, very nice. That'd be interesting as to why that didn't work for the Night Lords. Yeah, it was, I think it was a bit the board. I had uh, We had a sort of a ton of dents across the, the middle and a couple of buildings, and there just wasn't a way to get to him with what I had. I couldn't be sort of YOLOing some bikes in to hold him up whilst I... 
mm. advance and all that stuff. I think I probably could have played it a bit better. And we were talking about it. if I'd gone first, I would literally I can I can do a turn one deep strike. Oh, see, I did go That's first. That's my gimmick. So with first turn, I turn one deep strike. Ten terminators literally on his objective in front of him in his deployment zone and go right. We're doing this now. Off we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the only way. While the rest of the army is running up behind. If ever those contemptors, they're mean. Oh no! That, yeah, exactly. And, it, and it, I probably had to basically give them up to get the rest in to get the party started. But I've been happier in that situation mm. as it was. He he used he, he played the space very well, and I just I just couldn't get in and tangle with him enough. And he he played it super super well. And then my dice were also atrocious. We had a Lord Discordant go into a Contemptor, fail to kill it, and then the Contemptor one shot him. I was like, oh, this is not my oh. day. This, this is all gone. This is all gone. Yeah. And that was the Lord Discordant with the D three plus three corn demon relic as well. And he just utterly utterly whitey so it was a, there were a couple of little moments but joseph played it super super well and ground it out super super well um and then round five as we've discussed i played i played the red corsairs and that was it was fun to absolutely kill the shit out of the red corsairs but they they missioned me like absolute pros um and those bikes were amazing warp talents just could not get through the bikes um and it was yeah. a really really good wounded really on, enjoyable game to end is um less than fun just bonkers the only highlight for me in that game was that a hell drake mostly due to stuart forgetting what rules he had options mm. available a hell a hell drake won a duel with the master of executioners which was very satisfying I so forgot, my my, hun- no my 160 time. point hell drake won a duel with his 80 point master of executioners and i was delighted with that um <laughs> good and trade of, and of course because he's a hell drake he couldn't do anything about it he'd won it's like guys i've won it's like well you're flying over an objective that you can do nothing to meaningfully hold so yeah well, so my done, rhino, you. That, to my rhino, <laughs> rhino that's worth five models yeah. was just sat there going, but I still get five points for this, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely, absolutely brilliant. It was, as I say, we, we played it. We like to chat when we play, and we, 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 did, we did run over, so thanks to John for letting us run over, but it was, it was a superb game to finish on and really, really fun. So, yeah, I, I love the Night Lords. I think they're super fun. I, I'm very, I'm loath to um, convert or proxy the new models, but as soon as some of those new kits land, I will absolutely get them out and about because I think there's they're not they're not as immediately potent as some of the CSM leaders, but you can have, you can have a great weekend running them, no doubt, mm. and, and cause all sorts of trouble. Yeah, it's a lot um, of fun, isn't it? And every turn one again, deep striking ten work. terminators is that's mean. baller, right? That's very fun. That's like, Hello, especially <laughs> once they do, especially once they do FAQ the dreadclaw. Yes, because yeah. then you can be doing ten terminators and then some, and then maybe. Two units of five havocs. Yeah, coming. I think what you mean to say is ten more terminators. Yeah, <laughs> but you 100%. can't put ten terminators in the. Dreadful. No, it's only five. No, so I don't know. If you can put anything. Get a Spartan. But, um, but no, it's um, it's. it's you could put ten cool. chosen in there. You've definitely yeah, got to play go. with it, and it'd be fun to have like one, just one little warp talent pack in reserve, just in case they decide to not take that seriously and come forward too much. And they're like, well, you have turn one warp talents literally behind you. That's going to yeah. be very sad for you. So there's there's stuff you can do yeah. with that. But um, yeah, that was the event. The event was glorious. That's we all came event. away surprisingly impressed with the chaos book, having not expected yeah. too much going in. It definitely held its own. Um, maybe we just need to make all events run Tempest all the time. Maybe that's the answer. That'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be super, super good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I, I still don't think that. I still don't think uh, the 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 overall is Tyranids, Eldar, when they first came out. This book isn't that. Oh, God, no. no. Not at all. So as much as we like, oh, if we had 12 CP, wouldn't it be better? It's like, 
Yes, no. but that would mean yeah. you would have had to have come out in the same weeks and months as <laughs> Broken <laughs> Leviathan yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Nonsense Hail of Doom yeah. um, and Quinn's. Yeah, yeah, and this you just book, wouldn't. Just we wouldn't. Those heights, Although I think, yeah, I think Bile might have kept Quinn's quiet. Um, Emperor's Children were quite good in Quinn's, weren't they, Tom? They were. They were quite goodly. Yes, they were. They tickled me. They, t- they tickled me something extremely awful. Uh, they were super, super good. No, I, I think. I think the Chaos book might have posed some issues for some of those boys, but it's 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 just not. It's not that shut out eighty percent nonsense that, no, was happen- no, no. that was happening you know with yeah. those would have definitely seen a lot of word bearers when tyranids were at their pomp yes oh, oh yeah 100 percent. you know those 24 mortal wounds you want to do <laughs> let's get rid of a third of those straight away it's, yeah, it's something i'm genuinely very interested to see with csm because people that run them do genuinely really buy into the particular legions they run I just don't feel like it's ever going to be a book that's just oh it's all going to go in one direction oh everyone's yeah. going to run you know everyone's going to run Wordbows or every, you, know, you know how some of the sub factions yeah. some of the armies just yeah. they just have a thing that's the done thing I think yeah. what's nice about this book is the way that you know each of us ran something different and it worked in the way we wanted it to run <laughs> people will be out trying all of the different ones and and they'll pop up in different places and that that's really exciting for a meta I think to have have one book that manages to do that and put up different results in different ways. Um, even if it does have some units that become very much the crutch, like the Black Rune of Damnation is just the best. You're never not taking the rune, are you? It's bloody, bloody great. It's mm. bloody great. Like, it's I can't great. say this. Um, my only regret, actually, having now played the list, the other list, the list that I thought I might have brought, which was Lord Discordant, Venom Crawlers, yeah. Maul of Fiends, and the Bikes... Um, having played that list, it would have been hilarious going to this event with that list, um, yeah. because the list I ended up writing meant that all four of us had Terminator and all four of us had Master of Execution. Yeah, that, that was the only area of overlap. They were the only yeah. duplicates. So it was the other, ruthlessly commented the list, on by the chat. Thanks, the list, chat. The list that I was going to bring, which I took against Alex, ironically enough, recently, um, had none of that stuff. Yeah. And it was going to be completely nonsense the other way around. <laughs> um, <laughs> so next it would time, have been interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although if I'd pulled Tau, I would have just died. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that often the way. Ain't mm, that often the way. Yeah. Okay. Joyous. Wonderful. I am going to, much like the Chaos book, we've had it. We've gone for an extended run here and we've gone, we've gone <laughs> big and we've, we've managed to fit an awful lot in, hopefully in an interesting way. So I'm going to, I'm going to sign us off now, but gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Just everybody. It's fun to speak to you all tonight as it has been to plot and scheme and, and do all sorts of wicked things over the last few weeks. So I look forward to more uh, horrific chaos scheming. We do have, we do have some possible opportunities for chaos scheming down the line. Uh, with various events, so we'll see if we can put sure something do. exciting up for that. But uh, thank you very much for joining me. And we have been we have Pleasure. been the Plus. Uh, we've enjoyed talking all things chaos, um, and we will see you all again soon. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.